Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Yeah. Are we recording? <laughs> Every week we say the same thing. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> like good luck. It's like, you know, break a leg, right? <laughs> Are we recording? Awesome. Okay, here we go. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve and here with me is Kevin. Hey guys. We got Chris. What's up, guys? And we have a couple new folks on the show for the first time. So let's go down the list. We have Rich Knapp. Hello. We have Matt Kramer. Uh, good afternoon, everyone. How's it going? And uh, we got Dennis Delisle. Hey, guys. How's it going? Or, or is it Dennis DeLisi? Delisi? <laughs> Delisi? Delisi? Oh. <laughs> uh, you don't have to throw that in there. Since, oh, I miss, since I miss those days. Since miss you're on the show days. now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe got another name we can't pronounce. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so this is episode number eighty-nine, Lynx Helicopter. Nice. All right. So let's see how everyone's week been. Uh who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first since it's been pretty prevalent in heli news. Uh yeah. um I have been really diving into that whole uh spectrum integration thing with uh yes. MSH. Nice. Um so, so, and I'm going to poke a little fun. So you, you, uh, V control and jetty guys, you now have another player on the board. So, um, um, bring it no, on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been loving it. I'm still scratching the surface, uh, with it. I actually just learned tonight. Uh, I have a buddy. I'm sure you guys have seen him. Jordan McFarlane. He's on mm-hmm. team MSH as a pilot. Uh, he actually just kind of filled me in on, um, there's some live parameters that I can uh, adjust while in the air. So I'm going to be messing around with those, but it's really, uh, sp- <laughs> really sp- awesome. Feet control was, can do that. I was, I was going to, yeah, I was going to start a pod be like, <laughs> yeah, can you, can you adjust your tailgates while you're flying? <laughs> uh, always. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's good though. That's good. You know, I think competition brings out, better upgrades better features you know so bring it you know it's cool i don't i don't hate i i still love my dx9 for other things but you know oh no 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 hate but we all gotta be able to respectfully poke fun at one another but so sure. I've, I've i've heard the comments you know the the the, the jetty's like buying a personal computer and when you get bored of flying you can play tetris on it apparently <laughs> yeah, and all your music mp3s and, uh, <laughs> and have to say help 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 and all that yeah yeah be totally off the wall like me and go with uh the horus and fr sky <laughs> yeah <laughs> which i gotta say that horus looks awesome but i mean that's that's it's like going going totally the other way with that. It's crazy. Uh, it's cool though. Dennis, I had a quick question on the spectrum because I I've having used spectrum for since I was Fitaba before VBAR. But do you need the laptop at all to set this up, or how is it like? What's the quick version of it? I mean, I've seen it. I haven't heard any information on it, or haven't looked. I guess, but um, you know, what's the like quick advantages or you know quick story advantages? I guess. Well, you still don't need the laptop. You can still do it via Bluetooth if you want. As far as setup, I don't think you can do a complete setup. I, I'm not okay. 100% on that. Yes, I know V-Control can do it. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey no, we I'm just saying. Be, I'm being serious. I really like okay. <laughs> <laughs> it. But, but say, say a lot of the things, you're, you're out of the field and you're just like, all right, I, I, like for instance, the other day, 
Um, I am, I'm using, I still got a castle 160 edge I'm using, but I'm using the, uh, the brain, uh, governor and my governor, I, I needed it to be a little more punchy. I felt like it was lagging a little bit. So I was able to just land the heli. You simply toss it in throttle hold. You enter the brain integration by just putting the sticks in the center position for a few seconds and then you're in. And then I was able to adjust my governor gains and I can adjust essentially anything. Okay, cool. In the icons in the brain software and then just spool right back up and, and fly. Nice. I mean, that's the main advantage of V bars. Like I said, I mean, I've never really worried about V bar. Like, I don't mind if I'm sitting at my desk, if I had to hook a laptop up, it was never a big deal. I mean, but just like you said, the hardest part is you're out of field. You want to adjust something like that's the only thing that sold me on the V bar was, mm-hmm. Wow, I don't have to ever touch a laptop. I can tune in, you know, one or two flights. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I mean, it's you know, other than them changing the whole radio, it's pretty smart that they made it where you can adapt it to all your radios out there and still be tuned on the fly. I mean, that's I yeah. call on the fly like at the field. You know, you're not worrying about dragging a laptop out and plugging it in. So, yeah, exactly. And, and the funny thing is, is I was before this even came out, I I was on the I was on the on the fence of like, okay, do I get a jetty? Do I get a V control? Uh, because I really wanted that integration. I was, uh, it, let's face it, it, it is the new, it's not really new, but it's the latest and greatest technology. It makes mm-hmm. things easier for you. Easy. So I was getting very ready to pull that trigger and then boom, MSH comes out with this. And I was like, you know what? I have the DX18. I was already using the 4649T telemetry receiver. Screw it. Let's just try it. It was free other than getting the receiver and already having a brain too. So mm-hmm. why not? And so far I've been absolutely loving it. And um, I recently actually just got put on the MSH brain team. So. Oh, nice. Congrats. Yeah. Congratulations. I think they were smart by doing that other than putting out a whole complete new radio, you know, and then making everybody go out and buy a, you know, mm-hmm. $900, $1,000 radio to get the integration into it. So I think they were, you know, super smart the way they, the way they set that up. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to be, um, I'm going to be hanging out. There's an event coming up. Um, the 2017 new England heli cruise phenomenon, the heli phenom. Yep. Uh, that's coming up September 7th to the 10th in Mansfield mass. And, um, you going actually, to that? yeah, I'm, I'm going to be going to that on Saturday to Sunday and I'm going to be there with MSH and we're going to be, I'm going to be showing people, anybody that wants to come check out the integration and just see what it's all about, you know, pick my brain. And if you end up showing up with a MSH brain too, and happen to bring a telemetry receiver, uh, I'll help you get it set up and we can try it out. Nice. So Dennis, just uh, along those lines, quick question for you, for the guys that haven't updated their airwave software yet. Any, any words of advice for the guys that are getting ready to that still are on spectrum to dive into that? Because like I got the Oxy Four coming up, uh, we'll have that receiver already in the brain too. Um, I just haven't updated my radio yet. You know, you're always a little fearful of updates losing settings. Any any cautionary tales on that? Uh, I didn't have any issue whatsoever. I already had my settings for my brain two already set up before I even did any up uh, updates on that airware and everything stuck now whether or not that's 
radio to radio. I can't say, uh, like I said, I'm using the DX 18. Um, I have heard stories of, you know, it's probably a good idea to just quickly re go redo your setup. And the, mm-hmm. the setup on the brain two is pretty quick anyway, but, uh, and also save your file, <laughs> save your that, config. That, that's a good thing too. Yeah. You can save mm-hmm. it. And then if you're that nervous about it, just upload it after you do the airware update. Yeah, we went through and uh, we upgraded Lucas uh, when he came up with after Urcha, he came up to my place. We updated his for doing uh, you know all that integration stuff, and uh, he didn't have any issues either. But we did save in advance though, just in case. Yeah. But uh, we didn't have to use it because uh, you know everything worked and everything. So that's usually have- the case, you know, when you have your spare parts or you have your <laughs> your software config, you know, saved. That's when you don't need it. So just do it. It's just, you don't say it. One the one time, no. The one yeah. time get yep. yourself in the butt. Right, exactly. So <laughs> cool. My day's been going or my week's been going pretty good. Uh mm-hmm. um, I'd like to kind of touch base on one thing you said about going the total opposite direction with the uh the uh the horse. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well with the horse, it's not that way as far as like yeah, everybody thinks FR Sky open TX. Right. Well, I bought my horse. I never did flash that open TX on mine. I'm still running the, the FR Sky software in mine, and it's no different than, uh, let's say, a Spectrum or something like that. Plus, they are working with uh, um, Flybar units for the integration. Oh, nice. But do you, do you run like a SBUS kind of receiver on? Yeah, it's all SBUS. As a matter of fact, okay. I just run the same receiver on everything. You only need one, just like Futaba. Mm-hmm. I only want run one receiver on everything from my uh, Oxy two all the way up to that uh, eight hundred Protos I had one re- you know and it's all S bus. Okay. But uh, yeah, my week's been going all right. Uh, a little bit hectic the last couple of days because uh, I got a grandson that's kind of like knocking on the door that he wants to come <laughs> right. <in the> world. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and awesome. it's a little bit early. He isn't fully done baking yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Uh, so that's been keeping me a little bit busy, kind of keep my phone handy in case of, you know, anything. But uh, that's kind of been about it. Uh, other than, uh, you know, kind of farting around because I get so busy that it's dark by the time I get done with stuff. So I've been kind of messing around with uh, little indoor flyers and stuff like that. And that's been mm-hmm. kind of about it with me. Are you still doing the, the little indoor quad stuff? I know you were doing it in your basement flying around. Yeah, that's my that's my winter hobby because uh, mm-hmm. I I can't get my chair is not friendly for out in the snow and stuff. So sure. you know, yeah, I I'll still I'll I'll pick that up again this winter. You know, Lynx has come out with a lot of. Uh, we came out with a frame for a brushless inductor size quad now. Oh, nice! And uh, I have I have uh, the flight controller and ESCs and everything for like a little brushless, like a little one ten or one hundred size. Oh, this is for, uh, uh, let's see, what is it? 65? 55 or 65? Yeah, yeah, we just brought out a frame for that and then the next one bigger. I'll work on that in this this winter when, uh, um, you know, when it's too cold for me to go out to the field and stuff. I'll kind of mess around with that and maybe maybe get into a little bit of the quad racing if we have any local ones here. I'll get back into that again. But uh, otherwise, uh, right now it's summer. Helly time, dude. Helly time. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Who wants to go next? It's uh, been a little bit of an interesting week. Um, obviously, uh, you know, Urcha has just been 
uh, what we two weeks away now coming back. Uh, so actually, it's it's kind of hilarious. My helicopter stuff has been sprawled out all over the living room, uh, <laughs> basically the last two weeks unpacking from uh, Urcha, and uh, you know had the ability to bring basically the support truck and trailer for the team down this year. Um, oh, so working awesome. on that, but also working on the the 570 rebuild. Um, had a BEC. Um, go out on me right before Urcha um, and uh, planted the 570 in the ground uh, to the point sense. where I didn't feel comfortable trying to rough the rebuild. So right. uh, been working on that uh, on and off and uh, on the on the nights that I'm not working here, been uh, kind of hectic at work. But yeah, really looking forward to uh, this next week as we'll kind of wrap up the final touches on the, the event we're hosting here for the CP mm-hmm. Heli Fun 5, second and third. So uh uh, looking forward to that. Just got to verify a few last items, and we're all set. So should be a should be a good next week as well for uh, helicopters, as long as the weather holds. Nice. All right, Mr. Kevin. I guess I'll go. Yeah, well, I'm letting the guests go first, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So I had a um, really good week actually. Got um, I stretched my 700 nitro. Uh, I was telling you about last week from a 650 to a 700, and uh, finally got some flights on it. I got three or four flights on it so far. I'm mad at myself not for doing it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Is it better? But, um, I mean, yeah, it really is. It's got a lot more snap to it. And, um, I mean, I kept the head speed the same. I probably shouldn't, okay. but so now it's even faster. Okay. Well, Kevin, you want to go? Yeah, sure. So my week was pretty good. Uh, pretty freaking awesome. I, uh, flew on Sunday, right? It was Sunday we flew? I don't remember, yeah. dude. It was, Sunday. it was a long yeah. day. We yeah, it was a couple hour ride up to it where Christy Monty flies and, uh, and Phil, our buddy, old man, 3D there, and uh, Ron Coors Jr. I've got to meet for the first time. Yeah, which was really cool, man. And uh, yeah, we we saw the whole Demonte family up there, you know, um, again. And we, we the first time we saw them was last year at Chris's event, and it was pretty cool hanging mm-hmm. out with them. We flew a um, bunch of stuff, man. I got to fly the nitro like four times, breaking in that motor. Uh, didn't blow anything up, which is good. Flew the 690 a few times. Flew the Oxy, dude. I, I wanted to mention this because I don't know if you saw me do this, but I did one of those big giant loops with the Oxy. And uh-huh. I've been doing some crazy stuff with the Oxy, but this was the craziest. Like when it got to the top of the loop, I was like, wow, that's small. <laughs> and, I, and I kept coming <laughs> around with it. And I was like, that was pretty funny. I was like, man, that kind of. Or up how there. about your like. Pure punch out, and I don't know what direction it's facing, but it's knife oh, edge yeah. and falling like a rock. <laughs> and at the last like ten feet, you saved it, yeah. dude. Yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> that was doing that inverted uh, loop thing, and then I, I yeah. when I come out of that, I usually just punch out in one direction and just pyro. And I was uh-huh. going with the music. We had music playing, so the pyros were going with the music, and I'm like, "All right, all right." And then yeah, and then it was just like knife edge just. And and it was a tandem flight, right? Who are you flying with? Oh, it was, it was with Diamante. He was flying a Comet, right? The Mini Comet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 I got to fly with yep. him twice. I flew. Uh, I think I had the Oxy out flying with him, where he was he was doing hurricanes around me, and I was doing like uh, half pyros in the middle. Like it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we had some fun together, man. He's he's such a good dude, such a good pilot, man. Yeah. I got yeah. to do some really low head speed stuff um, with him and. Just uh, got I got a few pointers from him, so I'm gonna try out some. I'm down to like 1,000 on the 690, and I haven't flipped it or anything. 1,400 I can flip, and I do a couple of things with it. It just sounds so cool, man. It's so crazy how quiet it is. You know, it's it's really cool. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then I, I was working, I got some parts in from my field box that I've been working on and it's going to be like, I wrote in the show notes, it's going to be like Iron Man's field box for crying out loud. It's going to be, cause I got a 12 volt battery in it. I got a 12 volt charger, like battery tender in it. And I'm going to have, I got a USB port on it. I'm going to probably put a light on it for, for at night if I'm, I don't know. So it's going to be out of, out of control. You should build in like one of those like crazy 1000 watt LED lights, you know, like the big floodlights. <laughs> you just like sit there like, oh, let's night fly. Boopy, turn it on. It's oh, like geez. lights up the yeah. whole field. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's night fly for a minute and a half because my battery will be dead. <laughs> You'll just, uh, you know, you'll have an auxiliary port you can hook up like a 6S LiPo to it with a step down. You'll be fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that, though, because I did order some LEDs this and I got them in. And some are like little eyeball LEDs. And I, I ripped apart mm-hmm. my um, my UFO wing that got smashed up last year at Flight Fest. Your, your Versa wing, right? Yeah, the Versa wing. So mm-hmm. I might redo that with some some crazier high wattage LEDs on the bottom, so it really gets nuts. I don't know. That's a that's a nice. winter project down the road, but I'm already like checking out where I can get some cheap LEDs from. And yeah, so I'm today. I was working in Manhattan, and I hooked up with Ed uh, Johnson from the Heli Hooligans, man, and we hung out, nice. had lunch. He bought me lunch, so thanks again, Ed. We went to like a Jersey style di- diner right in the middle of Manhattan. It was so cool. I was like. I didn't even know this stuff existed in Manhattan. It was decent, man. And he showed me around his place where he works and it was really cool. We got a chance to talk and talk podcasts, talk flying and uh, all that good stuff. And, you know, he told me how Urcha was and really cool, man. And that's what I've been up to. Cool. Nice. All right. I guess uh, I'll go over mine. Uh, so, yeah, we flew Sunday. Great to see Chris, um, Dimani, his dad, his mom, um, old man, 3D Phil, you know? Yeah. And yes, it was the first time um, I met, you know, Uncle Ron also. Uncle Ron. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And we also flew with uh, their friend James. Yeah. Um, With the Agile 7.2. That was pretty cool to see that thing fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know what's really cool about their field is that it's at an airport. And so they have a hangar and they have all these airplanes in there. Yeah, there was like eight planes there. Yeah, yeah. From like... Was it like a like kind of like a cub or a couple of like yeah there, planes like a cub right? There are a couple of side by side cubs, like at mm-hmm. least three or three or four of them. Yeah, some Cherokees, right? A couple was... of Cherokees, low wing Cherokees, and then a yeah. then an actual cub where you set the pilot sits behind the the passenger, yeah, yeah, yeah. front and back. Mm-hmm. That was cool, man. That was really cool because I hadn't got a chance to get like up close to scale stuff like that. Yeah, and they're ready to like here, open the door, take a yeah. look. That's like awesome. <laughs> So Mike hooked us up with a couple of, uh, you know, just interior looks at their planes and stuff, which is awesome. Yeah, and I got a chance to to talk to Chris really quick, and he's going to go for his full scale license. Yeah, um, they're going to fix up that plane and and fly it, right? He's going to get his license with that. I talked to him real quick on Facebook, and I said, "Dude, don't pass that opportunity up. That that's going to be awesome, man. Just go for, yeah. go for that, dude." Yeah, he'll be like Burton that Goblin 380 video, you know? He'll just come, land his plane, pull out the 380, and start flying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah so, yeah. so what else did I do? Yeah, I mean, I had a great time up there. You know, definitely the hospitality up there is amazing. Um, yeah. Just good people, good flying. My 600 Nitro was, was pretty funny. So this is the, the purpose-built or bought, I'll say purpose-bought. 
and built. Um, helicopter, that's all I want to do is all the rotation practice with this, right? And I take it up. I, I start it up. It's a nitro and, you know, normal mode, lift it up. I'm good. I put it to uh, idle one or idle up and just, what was I, 40 degree back and forth on the head, like just rocking the whole helicopter, blah, 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 back and forth. Yeah, when you took <laughs> off, like, the, ah. the blades were kind of going back and forth, like, it was almost like na 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 Yeah, <laughs> it was do like a chicken dance in the air. <laughs> yeah, those blades were vibrating up and down, back and forth, really quick. And I was like, that doesn't look right. And then when you went up further in the RPMs, it just got worse. Yeah, yeah. So my blade tracking was definitely off a little. And then it was like, yeah, I went up to idle up, and it just was violent in the air. Like you forgot dampeners in there or something. <laughs> yeah, or forgot something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, throttle hold. Hey, I did an auto. <laughs> yeah, you did it a couple times. Yeah. Um, so that, that you know, I, I did go on uh, RC Heli Hangouts Facebook group and did my um, I Maiden Frank's N7. Yes. Started up, started right up, took, you know, took off. It was, it was hovering perfectly fine. I, I went to do like, you know, sport fly a little right upright, make a little bank left turn. I, I flew right and went bank to left and then just shut off. So I autoed that too. Uh, <laughs> besides that like i was i was having some good fun with the black thunder i really that is my go-to 700 heli i really enjoy that um you know i was doing <laughs> chris having chris and and ron next to me is not good because <laughs> they're like oh do this do this do this i'm like oh, okay i don't know what i'm doing but okay <laughs> and then i was just like at one point i'm doing like uh you know double pyro flips right double spinning pyro flips and then I'm like, uh, kind of lost it. So I'm like, rescue, rescue, rescue. Oh, there it is, rescue. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, rescue took like. I mean, it felt like five seconds. Obviously, it might have been like a second and a half. But you know, when your helicopter is kind of like in a weird position and you're hitting rescue, you want it to be instant yeah. and not like a thought later. So, but yeah, it came out of it. And it was fine, and you know, I was like, okay, the N7 flew great too. Tons of power on that 105. I love it. And I, I still think I, it's not tuned right. Like, I still feel I could tune a little bit more, uh, lean out the height just a tad more, and get it back to where it was um, prior to uh, my my crash, my big crash with that. So, Oh, the big crash. The big crash, you know, the one that, like, costs, like, $500, you know, that, that kind of crash. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um, but, yeah, nonetheless, yeah, it was such a great time, I, you know. I do, I do definitely want to make it up there again, and and some maybe sometime in the winter time too, because they, I know they have an indoor place that they fly small micros and stuff in, which the Oxy too, you know, I'm gonna fly that inside. Cool. Uh, so back at home, uh, worked on fiberglass and FT Vigan more. I got probably about half the panels, half the pieces, um, fiberglass on both sides. I just have the wing, the main fuselage, like the bigger portion that I just didn't get a chance to do. So the wing, the main fuselage, um, and the nose. So I'll have that hopefully done um, tonight or tomorrow. And then I can start building it up. So this will be the fiberglass FT6S Vigan. And then got some more work done on the cub. That got all the control surfaces in. The servos are in, all the links, uh, you know, the, the rods and everything. That's all there. The landing gears, the V-bar Neo's in there. So I have that set up for V-plane. And I have a base set up on that right now. Cool. I'm pushing. I'm, I'm going to see if I can have that ready to go 
for Maiden this weekend. So that'll fly by itself with the V plane in there and all that stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. It'll fly by itself. It'll trim itself. You know, you push a button and it trims itself since there's no trim knobs or buttons on the, the V control. So that's pretty awesome. I want to get a, I want to get the set. I want to get it set up so that I could like, let me see. Can I do some 3D with this? Oh, <laughs> this boy. big 81 inch wingspan aye, cup? Aye, aye. Just f- Why not? Let's give it a shot. I'm going to sound like my father and I'm going to be like, just fly the damn plane. I'll fly it the only <laughs> way I know how. Six in each corners. Oh, boy. Take all the corners up. <laughs> you know, do a stir like a pyro flip. I can do this. <laughs> nah, so that should be fun. Cool. All right. So uh, I've been texting Chris. Um, he has. Yeah, it's weird. He lost Wi-Fi like across the board. Like, <laughs> like he's not picking up his neighbor's Wi-Fi. Like no one has Wi-Fi out there. It's it's. I don't know what happened. Someone came through his neighborhood. It's an EMP, last- dude. It's the eclipse. It's the eclipse. It's a freaking eclipse. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. I- Kevin, I loved your post the other day about all the people in uh, uh, in the yeah, square I, looking up. Yeah. Oh, if it was only, what was it, like Comet Day or something? Night of the Comet. Remember that movie? Night of the Comet. <laughs> and the funny part is, what, what did Ed say? Ed was like, what moron? Who's taking is, Yeah, or who's taking the picture? I was like, this moron right here. But I had to get through yeah. all those people to go across the street because I, I had a service call across the street there. That's Bryant Park. And uh, it was funny because Russ Cox... Uh, it sent me a text right after I posted that, and he was like, "Dude, I'm laughing my ass off over here at that post." <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, so the main topic here. Let's talk about the Lynx brand first. The Lynx and the Oxy helicopter brand. So, um, Rich, do you want to kind of go over that? I know. Are they two separate entities, or is it like Lynx as the parent company, and then you have like you know, the Oxy helicopters part of that? I know they're all Luca's company, but just kind of yeah. clarify that. Lynx has been around a long time doing uh, upgrade parts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of us guys, we start building full helicopters with, with you know, upgrade parts for specific um, brand, oh, uh, yeah. specific helicopter. Mm-hmm. I know I've done it myself, 300 and 450. I've been, but anyways, it got to the point where, you know, people were, you know, constantly asking, why don't you guys build your own kit? Why don't you build your own kit? And, you know, we originally, we didn't want to go that route because, uh, you know, there is a lot involved in it. All right. Well, you know, it got to the point where we had our own little toys that we were playing with and we said to heck with it, let's go for it. So we brought out the brand Oxy. It's still Lynx. It's Lynx uh, line of helicopters. Mm-hmm. So the okay. Oxy is is uh, part of uh, Lynx. It's just that Oxy is our line of helicopters. Things have been real, looking really good for us and we're making a statement, you know, we're showing that when we were doing the upgrade parts, we knew what we were talking about. Oh yeah. Links, links, yeah. uh, upgrades were, were the best. I mean, that's what you did. Like you get yourself a, a blade 300, you know, X or 450 X and you go all links on it. You know, I think my 180 CFX was, yep, that was too. Yeah. A lot of links parts. Yeah. So my goblin 500 has got every links thing on it. They make. Yeah. Links. They just have really X. good. Yeah. 130x, yeah. That oh, it still didn't that. fly. It still didn't fly right, but yeah, <laughs> the links parts weren't the problem. It was just exactly damn stupid gears. <laughs> I think I have stock in that company. 
<laughs> because of that helicopter. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so what what about the the blades, the zeal blades? Is that part of Lynx? No, they're not actually a part of us. Um, we just kind of sell them as a, a vendor for them. Okay. Um, you know, kind of like, like Oxy, how he's come with them. So I'm just curious. Yeah. Pretty much because the fact that Zeal makes such a, a wide variety in the small helicopters in the carbon, excuse me, in the carbon fiber. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a whole lot of companies that make the small helicopters carbon fiber blades. So that's kind of where we got into it on that side. But no, it's not part of our entity. Just like we do sell uh, some uh, FPV stuff for another company mm-hmm. as you know a favor for them. You know, okay. and it also helps. Because you know people can come on one site and get everything, right? Right, yeah. definitely. Awesome. That that's key for me. Mm-hmm. If I if I if I see something out of stock or something on a site, I'll I'll usually try another one and just order everything from one site. I I kind of got used to just ordering from wherever, and it kind of sucks because you end up paying a lot on shipping. But it's like if A Main has it, I'll get some parts from A Main. If you know Heli Direct or Lower Heli, or you know, I just I, I end up bouncing around which sucks but um i I need to get my parts (laughs) i need to get flying true that's good to know that's good to clarify the whole links and oxy you know brands and stuff that's that's great to hear on our website like you were talking about the shipping Mm -hmm. um, our shipping is a little bit higher shipping out of vietnam is not cheap yeah you know we don't make any money on the shipping and we're guaranteed anywhere in the world in three days yes and yeah. I got to say, not, that is awesome. You're not paying extra for that. You're getting in that cost. Yeah. Yeah, and I can vouch for that mm-hmm. for sure. I've gotten my stuff within three days. It's in three days. And if you spend, was it over 99 or 150 or something like that, it's free shipping too? Yeah, I'd have to I'd have to pull up the website and look again. I'm not 100% sure on the exact price, but yeah. Um, I believe, believe it's over 150 now. Yeah. So With the exception, I think, of certain kits. So, certain kits yeah. and um, maybe and blades, blades, right? Blades, yeah. yeah. But that's still good. Time. Like you order your, it's one twenty-five. Sorry, I just looked it up. It's, it's crazy how the free shipping from from Lynx Heli, which comes from Vietnam, which I mean, that's far. <laughs> at least, at least to Jersey, <laughs> you know, that's far. And <laughs> yeah. um, you getting it in three days is amazing. That's yeah. You know. I I order my stuff on Thursday and I get it Monday morning. Hmm. Or no, a Friday. I mean Friday. I order Friday, and I get Monday morning. Cause, yeah, yeah. You, know, you think awesome. about it, us people here in the U.S., we're one day behind them guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's got to oh, be three, three of their days. So it's only two of our days. Yeah, I didn't think of it that way. Wow. So the parts actually ship out before they're even mailed. <laughs> <laughs> before they're even ordered, <laughs> they're like, "Yeah, I've got something for the order." Yeah, I just want that. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So uh, I want to talk to you, Rich, about um, team managers, right? I mean, you know, how how is it being a team manager for Lynx and Oxy, um, you know, managing all the reps and the team pilots and stuff? It's very enjoyable. Our team is very family oriented and it's very low pressure. You know, everybody on our team is, you know, unbelievably awesome, you know, easy to work with, um, very understanding, Mm-hmm. And uh, we try to keep it where it is under, you know, it is a family atmosphere. You know, family comes first. You know, if something's going on, just let me know. I mean, no problem. Go take care of it. It's very low pressure because, you know, like 
I don't I don't tell the guys you have to do this many fun flies. You have to do this many events. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do this at an event. So it's very it's very laid laid back, and our reps enjoy being our reps because of the fact that we are so laid back. Yeah, like I agree. <laughs> uh, some days it can get hectic. Um, it was over 250 reps around the world, both for Lynx and Oxy. And uh, yeah, so I'm I'm busy from 10 a.m. until two at night more usually. Wow. Um, yeah. Because when we're awake, they're asleep. When they're when they're awake, we're asleep. So I'm I'm right. pretty busy on that aspect. But everybody is pretty decent as far as for working with them. And uh, you know, if they have questions, they ask. Like you know, they're like, if they are going to a fun fly, you know, they'll you know ask, well, should I do this? Should I do that? And it's like, well, yeah, go ahead, go for it. Or you know, no, no, uh, uh-uh. um, you know. But everybody's very understanding, and they make it easy to work with them. Um, yes, it does get hectic because of how many we have and how, you know, the diverse different cultures and everything we have, but it is enjoyable. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can comment a little bit on Rich as from a rep standpoint as him as my team manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very, very laid back. But at the same time, uh, like you said, with having that laid back atmosphere, it allows us to let the product sell itself. We don't feel like we and need yeah. to be you know, at any extra events or show off anything special, we just show up and have fun and fly. And we let, you know, the Lynx upgrades and the Oxy helicopter show what they're capable of in any, any level of piloting experience, you know, whether it be from a very beginner pilot to a very advanced guys. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think there's many times where Kevin and I are like, you know, you want to fly to hell? Yeah. Go for it. Like, you know, someone shows any interest. Yeah. You can fly it. You know, it was, um, I'm I'm not scared of fixing it. If if you crash it, it's yeah. not going to cost me well, any arm or leg. It's you know, there's I no real like downside to it. Uh, I even keep one Oxy three that I have built that mm-hmm. is bound to my wife's DX six. You know, I let people fly that one at events. You know, yeah. I'll just hand it to them, and let them fly. Yeah. yeah, I've already had at one fun fly where a guy fell in love with it so much he bought that my demo Oxy as oh, a mic awesome. for his spectrum. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and Steve, you got me hooked on it uh, mm-hmm. out in Seaview, so I'm uh, I'm currently in the process of building mine. Nice. Yeah, and I usually tell people, you want to fly it, you can't smash it any worse than I've smashed it. <laughs> yeah. I think those so were Steve's exact it. words to me. <laughs> yeah, I think I stole that from Kevin there. <laughs> well, and the cool part about it is I've, I've crashed mine before. Literally, I think I did it in, in um, Virginia. Crashed it, flipped the blades back, and took off again. You know, so it's not even, you know, Kevin's something you have to repair every time, too. It's just cool. Yeah. Yeah. I've flown it with missing teeth out of the main gear and not even yeah. loosened up the servo horn, just ripped it right back up to where it should be and gone, well, gone like, back up in the air for another flight. I was like, Luca, he ended up crashing his Oxy Tune uh, night flying at Urcha. And we went back to the campsite and five minutes he had it repaired. And he's like, I'm like, Hey, dude, take it up there and show them how fast it got fixed. You know, exactly, how easy it was yeah. to repair it. Luca goes, nah, they're just going to say I have another Oxy. I'm like, go. He's like, no, they'll just say I own another one. It just ain't the same one. <laughs> but the owner of Link's Nazi, and he only has one Oxy, too. Right, right. <laughs> because that's all you need. You don't, I mean, you don't need is. to have and a whole. Yeah. And he's got over 500 flights on that one that he crashed. Nice. 
And that was his first crash. He jinxed himself because then he ended up crashing it two or three more times during Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> and Rich, we went to a flight fest uh, two years in a row. And I think maybe that was last year, Steve, where we let two different people we buddy boxed on the Oxy. Yeah. And they both had really good flights. Both of them had some history with uh, quadcopters, so they knew orientation a little bit, you know, but nothing with helis. And, and yeah, they they did really well with it with both of them yeah well that's like some of these guys that are coming into the hobby and uh, they ask about helicopters and like you know do i spend this much money do i spend this much money please don't take me wrong i'm not you know saying anything bad about any other brands or anything but i did find out and it's totally true now with people that you know test by my uh my demo heli you will crash less with a high-quality helicopter that is nice and solid I agree. than what you will with a helicopter that's sloppy and cheaply made. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. and yeah. I make the comparison all the time with um, before the Oxy-2 came out, you know, I had the Blade 180C FX, and I, I hated it. Like, you know, not to knock the Blade brand because that's what got me started in the helicopter aspect. So, you know, I do have that special heart for them. But yep, the, um, that's where I started too. You know, yes. I just I, – I couldn't – like every time I flew the 180 – it always felt different. It didn't feel right. I, you know, I flip it upside down. I try to do some moves and it just didn't have the power or, or you know, agility or anything. It's just weird. And then when the Oxy-2 came out, I, you know, I, I, Kevin actually bought it for me as a gift. So thank you. Um, and then I got all the parts and got it put together. And, and I flew it and I was like, this is what the Blade – I this is what I expected from the Blade, but it, it didn't give it to me. This Oxy-2 does. It's a fully capable – you know, sport to 3D, hard 3D heli um, that can that I can like do stuff on it, and you know it'll it'll do it, like you know, um, and to the point that I'm like Kevin, you gotta fly this, and what you flew it uh, two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And what's your take on that? It was exactly like you said. It flew like a big heli. I mean, yeah. it has its little, you know, uh, the small micro. I mean, like I said, the air molecules don't change size. Sure. Yeah. So when you get that mm-hmm. small, it does have a little bit of a has that small heli a little tiny bit but yeah it flew like a big heli yeah it's kind of hard to explain the tail is the tail is there just like on a big helicopter yes it holds yes yes you could do funnels and everything in the tail holds i've had i've had a you know a a professional a team a factory pilot of a different brand like you know he he likes to fly by oxys so i was like yeah sure oxy too you got to check it out and he was doing everything with it and i was just like wow now, Steve, you didn't dial any expo in that, right? We started doing expo. Yeah, that after. was just last week. Yeah, uh, two so weeks ago now. You know, I'll when bet you-, you with expo, it flies completely different and has, it's probably even more manageable. Yeah, yeah, probably. But uh, I mean, you know, to the fact that like I don't even have it governed or anything, like I, I'm still waiting to buy the um, the right. newer Hobby Wing that has um, a governor or whatever, the RPM output, and yeah. and get that going. You know, it's like... But it still flies great. I love it. Yeah. For for a micro heli, man, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It flies like a large heli. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it really does. And you can fly that anywhere. And any small park, indoors, you can fly that. Yep. Awesome. Unless you're me. I put, <laughs> I, I put mine in a wall because I got stuck in uh, some of the uh, uh, turbulence. Oh, the wall. I got too close to the wall and it sucked me right in. All I did was uh, a spindle. I think that was pretty much about it. I didn't do anything else to it. 
And that I was a wallet I got sucked into. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've taken my Oxy-3 and bounced it off the ceiling and the wall of uh, indoor <laughs> arena before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, what was that? That was Neff, right? Yeah. Out in Ohio. In Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> that was uh that that walk of shame was pretty bad because it's an indoor place. It's all metal, so it's just like bang, 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 bang coming down the wall. And I was just like, I look over to the the plane flight line, and everyone's just looking over. I'm like, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that bad. It was like a link in a and a spindle or something. And you know, I was doing an inverted pyro punch out <laughs> a little too quick, and that's all the damage it was. It was great. Let's let's talk about some event stuff. Let's start with Urcha because that just happened in the past. I know you know Lynx Oxy had a a, a decent you know a really nice presence out there, and you you know I was unfortunate I wasn't able to go there. But can we? I'd like to hear the stories from out there if you guys have some. Our first year, you know, people were, you know, they they were accepting of us and that. Last year a little bit more. Now this year, coming in the booth, it wasn't so much people you know, like. Uh, just kind of browsing. It was a lot more interest, a lot more I'm going to buy, um, a lot more totally in-depth questions. It was very good. And uh, we made a really we made a really good presence when uh, we did, uh, let's see, Aaron Wolf, yes. did, uh, he flew an Oxy-3 in the Battle of the Brands, and he pulled off a blade stop with the Oxy-3. <laughs> That's that crazy, man. Ch- that got a lot of chatter going. What? I got to see this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy, yeah. That's that was crazy. that was amazing. I couldn't believe you did that. And, the and- only times my blades stop when I drive it into the ground. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And, and then sometimes they don't stop until the <laughs> yeah. second bounce. I'm like, throttle hold, throttle hold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Then, um, wow. I, I got to see that. Yeah. Now, at one point, we had seven helicopter, seven oxys in the air, both oxy threes and oxy twos all together. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other ones, we only had six in the air. And uh, Matt Kramer was one of our pilots. Uh, he can kind of touch base on how it felt to have that many birds in the air in such a small, air, you know, small because he only had so much room for the power hours. Right. Uh, he could kind of touch base on that on how it felt to be in a, a bunch mm-hmm. of bumblebees like he was. You you were still in one one flight box, right? With all those, that, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we had really? center stage for uh, all of our demos, uh-huh. and uh, I'll tell you what, it was as a as a third year helicopter pilot. Um, I it was really amazing to be part of that experience. Um, I've been lucky; I was able to demo the Oxy uh, last year as kind of the sport pilot. Um, you know, the beginner pilot. Um, and skills have grown a little bit, but I still feel when you're lined up. You know what the likes of Will Ramirez and uh, you know we had Con uh, Panoy that uh, kind of demoed the uh, the Oxy um, as well for Heli Direct, and we had um, you know Mark Oswald and uh, Jordan Horowitz and uh, nice. guys like that up there, and you're standing yeah. on the flight line with six other very experienced pilots, uh, and just we kind of took direction. Um, Jordan, I will give him credit; he kind of just kind of said, "Okay, we're going to do this." Just kind of everybody watch where you're at and if you get in trouble communicate it um but everybody pretty much held their lines and and did up and did their thing and uh you know we've been kind of watching each other fly a little bit you know from the previous demos we kind of did the uh the all-together flight at the end of each uh demo period um but we did the speed runs and then you know coordinated tiktok and pyro flips 
and stuff like that. And then kind of did a starburst, you know, where we all it went inverted and then all punched out at the same time. And nice. you know, there was a couple of times where you could start seeing people get close, but both pilots were very responsible and just banked away from each other nice and smooth. And, you know, I was afraid that we were going to see a midair at some point. But you know what? That just goes to show you that with the Oxy-3, first of all, there's very little fear factor in if you crash. Yeah. So I think all of the right. pilots were very willing to, you know, let's let's give the crowd a show. Let's go up and have some fun. And that's what we did. We really weren't flying, necessarily trying to push the helicopter to the absolute max. You watch guys like Aaron Wolf or Will Ramirez fly. You know, they can push it, but when we were up doing the demos together, it was just, let's fly for ourselves, let's have a bunch of fun. And it was, it was an absolute honor to be a part of that. And then also, as Rich mentioned, you know, the Battle of the Brands, watching Aaron put down that flight, yeah. mixed with uh, 700, really cool. This that, you know, it's, it's, it is a lot of the pilot, but it is the quality of the machine as well to be able Definitely. to have that kind of such a small bird and mm-hmm. visibility, the special. You know, that or- bright orange canopy and, you know, the different canopy designs that Oxy comes with, the, that the crowd could actually enjoy that even from a small helicopter. Right. And talking about the battle of the brands, um, what, what did Oxy place? We are pretty much in the middle of the pack. We didn't yeah. take last place. We didn't, you know, land in the top five. Mm-hmm. But we were right in the middle of the pack. Yeah. Which for a 300-size machine up against 700-size machines. Yes, that's what I wanted to get honored. Mm-hmm. honored that we placed right there and it's actually consistent because last year in the battle of the brands we had uh Rusmus, and he actually placed in the middle of the pack last year also awesome yeah that's why i want to make a point that you know um for the smallest helicopter basically that you know, was being demoed or flown you know it you know it's, it's amazing that it, it pulled what it pulled you know not being coming in last place or something like that. So it's just a testament on how good of a helicopter that is and, and the pilots that fly it. Oh, we got a good team. We got a really good team. I'm real proud of them. Nice. Awesome. Okay. So let's, uh, let's move up to the CP heli. I know you guys gonna, you guys have an event coming up, right? Uh, yeah, we got a few events coming up, uh, in September. Uh, it's the final three events of the, CP Heli's uh, Nationwide Heli Throwdown Tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the next one is uh, with uh, Rich and Matt here on September yes. 2nd, 2nd and 3rd. And we're looking forward to that. I know I know Matt's been working hard on it. Um, Matt, why don't you uh, let the guys know what your plans are over there? I know you were discussing having light towers going on. Yeah, I got to experience that, not to, not to go back to Urcha too mm-hmm. much but that was my first experience flying under the lights um as part of a formal event other than just hover or you know goofing around in a parking lot with the oxy um so after seeing how much fun that was uh the night flying um we're going to bring that to the cp heli's uh fun fly event here uh it was kind of a last minute edition we really didn't uh talk about it until kind of late in the game here uh so yeah. we're going to do donations um to help budget for some of the money for the light towers but the event's going to start uh pilot meeting at 10 a.m on saturday and we're mm-hmm. going to run through sunday basically the event will officially close at four but with the holiday weekend uh we're going to keep it open and flying for whoever wants to come out and join us um we'll have night flying as soon as it gets dark on saturday under the construction lights or if you prefer um if you got lights on your bird then uh, you want to fly off we'll have two flight lines basically open uh, as long as we can be maintained safe uh, safely one under the lights and 
uh, one uh, on the back uh, uh, runway. So um, awesome. those will be open throughout both days for the guys with either lit, you know, the flying during the day and then at lit machines at night and then under the lights with uh, that during the day. And if you've never experienced that, it it's a riot. Uh, it took a little bit getting used to um, with no lights on your heli because I'm a normal night flyer with the Oxy with lights on it. Um, but mm-hmm. then getting to experience that at Urcha with no lights on the heli and you, you know, zipping around inside a very small box, kind of like your, your gym flying and then, and then being able to expand that and then feel more comfortable going out and up and, you know, elsewhere. There was uh, a very, very unique experience. It was a lot of fun. So we hope right, to bring right. that to our event and then, uh, it's just going to be a good fun fly. Uh, we got food, uh, going to be provided. Uh, so bring guys that are coming, bring a little cash for the food vendors. And uh, mm-hmm. we plan to just have a very relaxing, all brands welcome. We'll have a little bit of a pilot raffle. Got some good prizes from various uh, vendors. Shout out to Scorpion and uh, BK Designs and a couple others that are sending stuff to be announced yet. So awesome. looking forward to it. Yeah. Nice. Can you give the address, Matt? Macville, Wisconsin. And actually what I'll do is because we're off, uh, I can give you the address, but it doesn't pull up real well. If you guys want to go to www.flyvam, that's Victor Alpha Mike, dot club, C-L-U-B, or dot com, they both register the same place. Uh, it's Corey Field under our, our link site, and that'll give you better directions uh, to the actual flying field. It's off of Corey Road in Mackville, Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah, I got to say, man. Um you're the one who your videos helped me build my night blades and stuff uh, when I had the 380 Nightbird. So, so that's all. That was awesome. Um, well, I appreciate that, Rich. Yeah, yeah, great job well. on that. So, yeah, I got I got to make a set of night blades for the Oxy next. <laughs> nice. Yep, um, I'm uh, gonna retire uh, my current set of night blades. They've lasted two years now. Uh, I'm passing awesome. them on to a friend. I'm going to be building 285 size next. I've been flying the 255 night blades on the Oxy, the home built one. Wow. And, uh, wow. guys, you guys watch, watch the Urcha videos. Uh, shout out to BK again here for putting on the fireworks. But the Oxy 3, uh, first of all, made its night debut in the night competition. And Rich really didn't mention that. Uh, it's kind of a last minute deal. I got to fly as part of the Urcha night competition with the Oxy 3 lit up and then also got to fly during the fireworks. And, you know, I'm sure the crowd could tell it was not a big helicopter, but I, after watching the videos, it still showed up even pretty well in the fireworks. Nice. And that was a lot of fun. So for the guys with winter coming up, you know, the shorter daylight hours, if you mm-hmm. want to get out and fly a little bit, uh, yeah, the, the smaller helicopters and the do-it-yourself night blades is definitely a lot of fun. Awesome. Cool. So, yeah, after, the, after those guys uh, tear it up, uh, we make our way over to San Diego where we're going to be doing the co-headlining event with the Helis Buzz in the Boulder. Nice. Uh, and that's with Donnie Pesci. Yeah, so let's say is Donnie gonna be there? Yep, Donnie TikTok and, show. Yep. Is that Joe's brother? <laughs> <laughs> Joe. <laughs> uh but yeah that that's an event uh that Donnie and his dad have been putting on I want to say for about seven years now. Oh really? Oh, wow nice. nice. It's at the Chula Vista model RC club in San Diego. And then after that is the uh, rescheduled original opener, but now closer uh, um, uh, final yeah. event in um, Seaview, right? Seaview Rotary Wings in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, we had to change the 
venue uh, from the Pennsylvania event just due to scheduling conflicts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Eaton Bryce and the Seaview guys, obviously you've been there, Steve. It's a great field, and we uh, we look forward to it. Yeah, uh, when is that going to be? That is September 23rd and the 24th at Seaview Rotary Rings mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. And it's going to be our final event. There's going to be food vendors there um, as well as, you know, we got pilot raffles at every event. So awesome. Yep. Just like, uh, just like Matt was saying, uh, uh, the basis of all these events were just a laid back time for guys to come out. We, we don't care what you fly. We don't care who you represent. Just come out and have a good time. Even, even if you're a new guy, just yeah. come out and have fun. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, I really prefer a lot of these smaller events like that. Um, you know, even like our event that, that you know we do, um, it's just more laid back. It's just I don't know. It's just more about like let's have fun and fly and joke around with the guys and stuff more than like you know any type of any other type of pressure or whatever when you go to events. So yeah, yeah I, and I, I, like I, I think the, the there's it's definitely a completely different feel. Like going from a huge event, like it's almost like in a good way overwhelming and it's like wow this is like amazing and then you go yeah. to a small small event and it's like it's just chill it's just like you're hanging with your buddies and it's just right. very intimate and i don't know i just enjoy it mm-hmm. yeah there's positives about each one i think you yeah. know the big events you can see all the different models that people have yeah. and you'll see stuff you you haven't seen before and then at the smaller ones you can actually sit down hang out and and like like steve said you know joke around and have a good time more learn learn more about uh, what they're flying and they actually have time to to spend with you instead of being rushed off to the next demo or right Mm -hmm. next team event yeah yeah and if you watch the pros too they all most of the pros now are actually liking the small events better anyway i mean they're yeah you can see they're a lot like you said a lot less stressed and you know they like to goof around have fun too but when all their sponsors are there and stuff like that they can't do it so you you know the the smaller ones you can see them you know, kind of let loose a little bit. It's fun. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. But yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. So is there any news or announcements as far as the links and Oxy stuff that um, anyone want to go over? Um, any news on the Oxy 4? Because I can't wait for that. I really can't <laughs> wait for the Oxy 4. Uh, I, 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 I won't lie. I kind of, my heart kind of broke a little when, when, uh, the Oxy 4 got pushed to the side a little when it, for the Oxy 2. And I was like, oh, I want the Oxy yeah. 4 first. <laughs> yeah, that, we wanted we wanted to do the Oxy 4 first. That was the plan. Mm-hmm. And then everybody, when it, we took a vote at Urcha, you know, everybody wanted the Oxy 2. So then we ended up going with the Oxy 2. Okay. Um, the Oxy 4 will be out right after the plastic edition of the Oxy 2, which the plastic edition is going to be a lot lighter than the uh, – Oh, okay. Now that should be all pretty doggone close. A uh, pretty doggone soon. Uh, we're doing our final testing right now. Um, I can't give you a date, but yeah, that should be out pretty pretty soon. The Oxy Four. Oh man, I can't say enough about that. Uh, I know about some of the things that are going on, and I, as you know, I have the that prototype. Yeah. And I absolutely love it. I'm serious. I love it. Not speaking bad about the Oxy 3, but between my Oxy 2 and my Oxy 4, mm-hmm. it's like, that's it. <laughs> that's all yeah. I need. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, but now the Oxy 4 has actually had, I'd say the minimum, four significant upgrades to it since mine. 
Right. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to fly one, but I know about the upgrades. Mm-hmm. Now, the ones I can mention is the main shaft is a, a thicker diameter. Okay. The main gear is a thicker diameter, or thick, you know, thicker. Mm-hmm. And the main belt is Remember. thicker. Nice. And doing upgrade to the uh, tailbox. Okay. Them I can say, but our pro pilots that test for us make one comment just to kind of put it out there on how awesome Oxy Four is. Mm-hmm. M- more than one pilot has said the Oxy Four is the best Oxy that's never been flown. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I need I need a minute to think about that. Best Oxy <laughs> that's never been flown by the public is what I think they're referring. Yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's coming, so mark your calendars. Yeah. Oh boy, that should be out this winter sometime. Awesome! So the end of the year, that's awesome. Okay. Um, another thing with the Oxy Four. Now, I know originally Luca had envisioned that it's going to run three fifteens. Is that still the case, or did he bump it up to three twenty fives? Or it's going to be three twenty fives. Okay. Length. Okay. And then stretch length, we've bumped up. See, like mine can only go up to three fifty. Mm-hmm. The product or the you know, the produ- production oxy four stretch will go all the way up to three sixty. Three sixty, okay. So like, wow, up, up to par with like the Compass Warp and that that type of uh, four fifty kind of big four fifty uh, size. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure we have a, a total new look coming, and we announced that at Urcha. But the oxy four is going to have a total new look, not new colors, but it's going to have a total new look to it, canopy wise. Okay, the styling itself. Okay, a lot more aggressive, a lot more smooth, clean, and aggressive. Nice. Hopefully, still has the orange because I, I don't know. That's oh, kind of that's, my favorite that's color. That's our signature <laughs> color. Awesome, perfect. <laughs> because we spent when we, when we came out with the Oxy Three, we spent numerous amount of time running different combinations and color combinations, colors, everything. Mm-hmm. We probably spent more time coming up with the color scheme. For that canopy, then some companies come up use that time built the whole helmet. Wow, it's so visible. It's because we spent that much time on developing the color scheme of that canopy. Awesome. So yeah. we will be staying with the colors. You know, the colors on the oxy. Them are our, our, our colors. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that, yeah, that will that will go, the oxy four will go up to uh, to three sixty. Mine, I've already ran Pulse 1800 6S batteries in mine, and the canopy did not have to be modified, nothing. Yeah, that was my next question. Is, um, Don't quote you know, me on if they will fit in a new canopy. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that because of knowing way it's going to look, I'm assuming it will. Um, but the average, you're going to, the, the 1350 6S, I mean, you'll be able to kill it with, I mean, you know, kill it with those batteries. I mean, you won't need 1800s. That's going to be overkill. Yeah, yeah. My um, question was like, yeah, is it going to be the Oxy Force Success Front Space Machine? Is that, um, or well, is it going to be something? You can build a build at 6S or 3S. You can build 3S, a 3S with the, you know, the, the 2200s. Okay. If you, if you do just a stock version, not a stretch, the stretch, you're probably going to want to go 6S. But if you're a sport flyer, light 3D, mm-hmm. you just want a bigger machine. You'll be able to pick up the Oxy 4 in the stock length and build it up as a nice, strong 3S setup. Okay. Awesome. 
I actually have a question, Rich, for you regarding the Oxy 2. Are we going to see any different versions of it, kind of like the Oxy 3 and the Tarak and the Green Lantern version? Well, you said there's going to be the plastic version, right? The plastic, oh, the plastic. Yeah. And, then, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we already have the stretch out. We already have the yeah. cube head out. Yep. Um, now, I'm curious. The plastic version, is that moving away from, like, are you talking about, like, a plastic frame? Or, you know... Um, you- if you've seen, like, my cube that I'm building right now that I call uh, Morph, because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's kind of like a Morphodite. Yeah. Um, it ha- it'll have things like... Uh, the, uh, the super light plastic canopy that's painted on the inside, which is a lot lighter than the, uh, the fiberglass. Mm-hmm. It'll have uh, plastic uh, bearing uh, bearing blocks for the main shaft there. The tail case, half of it's plastic, and then the side with the fin, that's carbon fiber. So there's a little more plastic on that side, you know, plastic grips, things like that. Altogether... I believe at the time of Urcha, it was, I think, 55 gram. Was Matt, correct nope. me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that Urcha? Wasn't it something like 55 grams lighter than uh, Factory Edition? Not quite that much, Rish. Uh, Luca was looking in the range of uh, 22 grams uh, total savings, which is about uh, oh, maybe it was 10%. 25, not 55. Maybe it was 25. Yeah, 22 to 25 grams lighter than the uh, Factory Edition. And uh, to answer the original question, it still will be carbon fiber frames. Yeah, uh, Luca didn't want carbon fiber. Yeah, Luca didn't want to sacrifice any strength. Uh, one of the big savings will be in that that new plastic canopy, the Lexan that mm-hmm. Rich discussed. A uh, beautiful looking canopy with it being printed on the inside. Uh, definitely nice. got to get it up to Octi for coming up with innovative ways to save weight but still keep okay. strength on such a small machine. I'm curious too. Um, you know, like I have to ask you too at the factory. Now, there's a lot of 3D printed, well, not really a lot, really just uh, the front tail box, I guess, or not tail box, but uh, boom boom mount, I guess, for the front and the, the frame. Now, the those, clamp, are, yeah. those are available on the website now, and if you have the printed, mm-hmm. you can contact uh, service at linksheli.com. They will double check with your, uh, your serial number, mm-hmm. and if you have a serial number of a, one that has the printed um, battery tray and a printed boom clamp. Yep. They will send you with your next order. They will send you a free uh, boom clamp and battery mount that is the actual molded ones because uh, we do have awesome. molded ones on site right now. Oh, that's amazing! Wow. Yeah, you heard it here. That's that's another that's reason great. to make sure you register your <laughs> yep. your uh, serial number yes. to the to the website um, so they can look that stuff up for you and, and exactly. get you hooked up. Awesome. So if you want the if you want the molded ones, just go ahead and contact them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, I will do that. Um, I mean, not that I don't like, I, I have I've had no problems with the three D printed one, but I was just curious. Like, yeah, I don't know that the newer kits, I guess, the newer factory edition kits come with the the molded. So I was just curious about that. So awesome. All right, any other news uh, that you want to talk about, or any other questions? You know, does anyone else have questions for for the guys here? How did you get to be, you know, team manager? Like, what was the build up to it, or you know, kind of lead up, or just how did you get that involved with with Oxygen Links? Well, way back when, <laughs> Stone Age, I started out. I was a field rep, and you know, I submitted the application with Luca and everything personally. At the time, we didn't. We were smaller, and Luca's trying to handle everything himself, and uh, so we didn't have a team manager. You know, Luca and I kind of hit it off, you know, like uh, he's like my brother from another mother. Um, we have similar backgrounds uh, pre, 
you know, helicopters and stuff like that. As a matter of fact, like I'm a retired bodybuilder. He's a retired bodybuilder. Oh, really? Uh, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't realize know know about that because that's before his helicopters, helicopter stuff. But yeah, um, he was doing a lot of stuff in common with Arnold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh boy. (laughs) Actually, I did. I did retire in uh, uh, as the number one drug-free wheelchair bodybuilder in the world when I retired, and now I was was unbeaten. Nice. Uh, But anyways, um, so then. you know, I just kind of was working with Luca, and I have a lot of free time because, of the fact, with my MS, I can't work for other people, so I just dabble around at home. So I started uh, kind of helping out with Luca with, you know, some things around, uh, you know, products and that, you know, over to advertising and stuff. Well, then he noticed that from from me being a man, you know, managing myself when I was a, a, a pro bodybuilder and stuff, because you got to be your own manager. Mm-hmm. He, so I had some skills, you know, in that area. So as we were kind of going and growing, it got to the point where Luca could not do everything himself. I mean, he likes to and he wants to, but he 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 just couldn't. It was just too much. So he asked me if I'd be interested in doing some little work on the man, you know, management side, you know, clean up, uh, you know, some paperwork and stuff. So I did. Then he asked me if I'd want to be his manager and actually manage the team. And nice. uh, says, "Well, I tell you what." I'll give it a try until you find somebody more qualified. <laughs> and as time went on, it's like, hey, Luca, were you going to look for somebody else? <laughs> no. Like, no, you're doing an awesome job. Why should I? So <laughs> it, ended up, it ended up sticking. I really enjoy it. And uh, Luca, you know, trusts my judgment. And, uh, you know, he trusts my work and stuff. So it just ended up where I, I kept the position. Um, nice. I'm, nice. I'm really honored because, like I tell everybody, I'm not manager because of my stick still skills. I mean, ask Matt. I crash as much as the average Joe that's a sport flyer. Common Joe. But, you know, I have the skills because of you know managing myself when I was a pro bodybuilder because I had to get my own sponsors. You know, like uh, promote myself, everything else. But I had those skills already, and that's kind of how it developed into being the team manager. Now I handle quite a bit more than just team manager, but that's my you know title position. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been team manager? <laughs> <laughs> that long? <laughs> wow! Is that wow. when it had the fly bar still on it, or what? <laughs> no, not quite that long. Um, about a half a year, I was doing management stuff without the title, and then he said, you know, that Lucas said that you know. Hey, you're doing all this stuff. You should have the title so you get the recognition of it. And I was like, well, that's cool. That's up to you. I mean, it don't matter to me. But, uh, you know, he went ahead and he gave me the title as manager. I, I, I just think that with him being uh, like my brother, I just think it's, you know, that way. I like the title because that way I don't have to worry about him hitting me. He <laughs> yep. could just fire me instead. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for the links. Um 570 stretch to 600 if anybody out there has one i i I texted you the other day rich about if there's i don't see them on the site if you knew of any but um apparently they're not on the site is that something like they normally would just discontinue you think or is it like a certain run and then that was it or that's kind of something where i suppose i could touch on also we're a very small company we only have like 70 employees probably about 10 reps for every employee but we only and we have a small warehouse so what we ended up having to do is these items that, you know, granted, they might be an awesome item, but they, yeah. 
they just they don't, don't move at all. very often. Yeah. You know, like they might, you know, so we had to actually kind of, you know, wean, wean back. And that's why we end up just continuing some of the kits for the Oxy-3. Oh, excuse me. We end up just continuing some of the kits for the Oxy-3, but we still carry all the parts. That way, if you want to build that one, you can. It's yeah. because we needed the warehouse space for, like, you know, the extra the Oxy-2s coming, the plastic additions coming, the Oxy-4s coming. You know, we need the warehouse space for that stuff. So we had to take and we had to really take a long look at our inventory. Even if it was a good product, they like to the stretch kits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we know they're a good product. We know they're a seller. But if you have an item that only sells, like, say, maybe once every three months because it's so good that, you know, it, it don't sell, we have to, you know, look at it on the business side of it right. for that. Yeah, we have absolutely. to stack the stuff that has a high, you know, turnover rate. Yep. You know, it's unfortunate, but when, you know, if we want to stay in business, it's something we got to do. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that, that, that is uh, an awesome uh, point. I'd like to touch this base real quick. If, if you talk to Luca, Luca is very passionate about, you know, all of his products, but especially the Oxy. And uh, for guys that are concerned that anything will ever go away on the Oxy side of it, I don't see that happening. But like Rich said, what you may see is that we may not offer it as a combo kit or as the kit up front, but you'll pretty much always be able to build what you want. Uh, and, and nothing is going to be completely um, obsolete. You know, like many, many companies you see do, they'll bring something out and every six months it, it goes away. Uh, I don't see that happening from a, you know, pilot standpoint uh, on the oxy side. So it just gives pilots uh, more options. Um, instead of having to buy like a separate kit, you can just buy the individual pieces and uh, put together your own personalized version of whatever you'd like. And yeah. if, you know, if you can't afford, let's say, a stretch or the you know the tree condition, everything is interchangeable at Oxy. So you can buy yourself a two fifty five, and then as you crash, you can always upgrade it. And at the last end, here you bought a two fifty five kit, but you end up with a tree condition. Oh, very true. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'm I'm slowly turning mine into every time I crash and break something, I buy the green stuff just to. Make it different. <laughs> yeah. So I have half a green helicopter right now. <laughs> That's cool. That green anodized is awesome. I like that. Nice. Mm-hmm. And Rich, I got to say, I really like the way that you took the the version one of the, the Oxy-3 main grips and realized there was an issue with guys breaking stuff. And, and you made a change. It, it really says what Lynx is about. You know, they didn't just put it out there and yep. say, well, you guys got to live with it. And uh you know, stop crashing. That's going to be the standard on all the oxy kits now, too. You're referring to that V2 grip. The V2 now, grip, now, yes. We're going. To, that's going to be a standard on our oxys now because we did realize that. Hey, wait a minute. You know, this could be an issue. Now we're going to even like the oxy four is going to come out with it. We do listen to the people. I mean, Luca. Even though you might not see him everywhere on the web, that guy is all over the place. He is probably the world's number one. Uh, what do you call it uh, on the web here when? Uh, when you just look at stuff, but you don't post. Lurking? Yeah. <laughs> Lurker. Yeah, he's probably the world's number Lurker. one lurk. You know, because even things like now, like the Jesus Bolt, on the Oxy-4, we're actually coming out with a special Jesus Bolt. I'll just say that. Okay. You know, and uh, we're still kind of testing on that, and we're hoping that's going to work out, but it is really unique. But, yeah, we listen to the people, and because uh, let's see, what else was there? Um, The landing gear on one of them, the right? O- Two? The Oxy two skids, we're going to incorporate yeah. that on the Oxy four also. Oh, awesome! Right, Luca lurks all over on uh, forums and Facebook, and he just don't always post. But he's very hands on. That's why I really like about the company too is 
if there's something going on, he knows about it. Mm-hmm. If I mess up, he knows about it. <laughs> if, uh, mm. if somebody wants an upgrade, you know, he knows about it. Mm-hmm. Um, he just don't always post all the time, but he's all over. because. And I love that about the company because he has that hands-on. He knows what's going on. He's very involved, you know, right? It, yeah. It's a helicopter by pilots, designed mm-hmm. by pilots, made for pilots. Yeah. And, you know, he just, his passion is just there. It, it's unbelievable. I don't think you really have to be on answering, you know, when you when you're that much hands on in the product. I don't think you have to be on the everywhere on the internet. I think that speaks for your, for itself. In proof is in the pudding, more or less. You know, yep. speaks for itself. Word of mouth gets around, and you know everybody knows that uh, it'll get taken care of. And yeah, that's how I learned there was a V two main grip. Steve told me, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been working out great. Yeah, uh, we we do pride ourselves on the customer service. Um, what we really like is when, you know, if there is an issue, we really like it when people fill out a ticket. Not because, you know, oh, we're trying to delay, you know, delay things. No, it's not because of that. When people fill out a ticket, that allows us to log it, track it, diagnose where the issue is, what the issue is, so we can fix it. Right. So that ticket is very important, more than just for you saying, I want a new item. You know, it's it's very important for figuring out how to fix it when there's something is wrong. And, you know, I, I've basically become customer service in the U.S. And then uh, Thou, which I'm going to say this here, Thou is actually a female. Everybody thinks it's a guy. It's actually a female. And <laughs> okay. she's she when she first came to, to us, she didn't know anything about helicopters. So she's kind of learning and mm-hmm. she came to us as a receptionist, but now she's learning. She's working more customer service. She gets a hold of me if she doesn't know the answer. But between the two of us, we kind of cover 24-hour customer service because that's Luca's biggest thing is he does want a good product and a better customer service. Yeah. I'd love to get Luke on the show um, and just, you know, talk to him about his history too. But that's great. Uh, Anything else people want to talk about? Before we move on to the next, I'm almost out of coffee, so I think I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you might want to fill that up for the next section. We have our top 10 coming up. Oh, boy. Let me go grab some more beer. <laughs> oh, boy. I got, my, I got my coffee decanter right here. I'm going to fill my coffee cup up right away. There you go. Hey, everybody knows me and my coffee. I got to have uh-huh. my coffee. I go through three pots a day at minimum. Ah. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. There you go. Okay, let's start our top 10. So, um, yeah, just we'll go through each uh, top 10 question. And, you know, I just want you guys answer each at a time. Um, Whichever order you guys want to go at, it's fine, too. So, number one, pinch or thumb? Uh, Thumb. Okay. I thumb. Okay. Yeah, I'm a thumber. All three thumbs, huh? Look at you, Kevin. All right. Love <laughs> Kevin it. gets three thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, number two, nitro or electric? Uh, I think I know this one, but. <laughs> yeah, electric. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to have to say both right now, even though uh, 95% of my fleet is electric. Um, I got to fly uh, N7 at Urcha, and uh-huh. I have. 
I was donated a Raptor V1 that with the OS 32 and uh, definitely a learning experience. A lot of fun. Uh, yes. I think the nitro, if, if you're, uh, if you're not intimidated by the tuning factor really gives you the little extended flight time and also the collective management, yes. um, that the, the huge torque on the electrics just doesn't quite give you. So it's, they're both a lot of fun. So I guess 95% electric and looking for more nitro, let's put it that way. Awesome. Nitro's nice. making a comeback. I'm waiting for the, uh, Oxy three nitro. <laughs> you know, running a little Cox .049 motor. There may be a project in the there may be a project in the uh in, in in the in the back burner for something. Oh, awesome! That's uh yeah, that'd be amazing. All right, so this one normally we go five fifty to seven hundred size, but let let's say three hundred or seven hundred <laughs> size. <laughs> so small heli, big heli. Mm. I've flown both, and mm-hmm. in a way, because of my situation, I would say my favorite is middle size. I love my Oxy 2. My mm-hmm. Oxy 4 is killer. I love that. My bigger ones, because of my situation, is kind of a pain in the butt. Okay. I guess I can go next on that one. Uh, yeah, I guess... The majority of my flying right now uh, is small helis. Um, okay. I do have a Chrono 700, um, and I and I have a Goblin 550, um, well, 500 stretch to 550 at the Lynx Park, and a Goblin 570. But I would say with uh, the hours I work, working nights and stuff like that, having limited time to fly, um, the Oxy-2 has gotten a lot of flight times for me this summer just because I keep it in the car. And, hey, if it's a nice day out, guess what? I'm stopping at the park on the way into work, so... Small helis right now for me. Okay. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of stuck in the. Uh, I like the big helis, like uh, just the presence in the air. But mm-hmm. as far as um, I'm just getting into learning a lot more maneuvers, and the Goblin 380 did a lot for me, and uh, same with the Oxy. I, I'm still kind of drawn to bigger helis. My biggest right now is the Goblin 700, but I kind of want bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and that scares me because i think of like maybe going stretching it to the 770 or i wouldn't mm-hmm. go as insane as you know getting the velos or anything but no, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i gotta, I gotta agree with i gotta agree with dennis on that the bigger helicopters uh definitely have the air presence and the wow factor yeah. Um, but so that if you're talking about just all out uh, flight experience, especially for a crowd, the bigger helis have it. But when you're just flying for yourself and want to learn a new maneuver, uh, the little guys, man, it's a lot of fun to throw them around without the fear of crashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I'll, yeah. I'll always have a big helicopter to take away that, uh, you know, like you get that you get that itch once in a while. You know, you go out to the field and everybody's got a big heli and stuff. You know, and you know, I'll always have a big heli. Right now, I. I don't have my protos. So I had stretched that to 800. I don't have that anymore because I just sold that to fund the project and stuff. But, you know, mm-hmm. I always have a big heli to kind of take away that edge of that bite of wanting a big helicopter. Sure. Because, you know, that is nice. But for, you know, like, eh, for me personally, because of the fact I fly from wheelchair and stuff, I mean, picture sitting down in a chair and trying to straighten out your 800 blades and light bulbs, load your canopy, all that. You know, so for me in my situation, I like the smaller helicopters. Sure. 
my buddy Eric uh, is the one who bought your uh, Protos, and he's loving yeah. it. And he should have maiden it, maiden it tonight. Uh, <laughs> I haven't heard anything though. Did he put? I sold that to him with uh, the 700 and 800 size. Did he go 700 with it or did he go 800 with it? I want to say he went 700 with it. Yeah, I think so too. I think 700. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, uh, I gave him the whole works blades, everything for both 700 and 800. Awesome. Yeah. He's excited. Oh. <laughs> nice. It's a great helicopter. Nice. I just needed to fund something else. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So let's see. Number four. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why we asked this. Fly bar or fly barless? Um, I've never actually flown a fly bar unit other than a little <laughs> MSR or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. So I really can't comment on that. So all I have experience with is fly bar less. Fly bar less, yep. Uh, all I have experience with. Go ahead, Matt. I say fly bar less because my first fly bar was the Raptor 30 V1. And uh, tell you what, once you go old school, I got to respect the uh, the pilots that have been around a lot longer than I have. The mechanical setup on that and the, uh, yes. let's say, the lack of precision flying versus our modern fly bar units was uh, yes. a rather mm-hmm. eye-opener. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kidding. I, my, the only fly bar I ever had was the Blade 400 3D, mm-hmm. and uh, that, that, that took a lot of work, and I must say I'm happy to be rid of it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you, you jogged my memory. I did have uh, – was it uh, MR120 or whatever it was, the bigger green one? Okay. I had that fly bar too. That's right. But I didn't. I, I never had anything like a kit that was fly bar. Okay. I think we need to switch that question up to, have you ever flown a fly bar heli? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. I don't think uh, anyone's going to answer that one, fly bar. <laughs> just yeah, do you just know for the lack what of setup. fly bar is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can't use a V-control on a fly bar, so. <laughs> no, you can't. So they did it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just turn the gyro, the gyro off. That's all. Yeah, I mean, you just the, took uh, the gains and just turn the, the zero. Down the yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so number five, scale or 3D? I'm a sport flyer. A lot of guys told me I should take up, uh, you know, like build a scale bird, but I, I just don't have the patience to build a scale bird, but I've thought about it. I've thought about taking an Oxy-3 and, you know, building a scale fuselage for it. But otherwise, my sport flying, I'm happy with that. You know, just whatever makes me happy, which is sport flying. Okay. Well, now that you mentioned that, Rich, I was going to bring this up earlier. I did take uh, my Oxy-3 285 stretch three-blade head and stick it in a 450 fuselage, and it was almost – it almost worked. Uh, If I shaved the fuselage down, maybe maybe a – an inch at the tail i probably could have got it to work but uh i'm curious to see whether the oxy four will will work in a in a fuselage just just an average fuselage if you get a fuselage that's for uh let's say a protos uh 380 or the the uh, goblin 380 then it'll be about uh, the same length as the stretch version yeah this was like a t-rex 450 you know which I think the four old 450 size will probably fit the, because there's a lot of scale fuselage still floating around for that. will probably work yep. with the Oxy-4 mechanics if guys want to get creative. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And if a three-bladed head is available, it'll even make it that much more scale, mm-hmm. you know? Um, which I'm sure there's going to be. Awesome. Um, one thing about the Oxy-3, though, I don't think would work in the four, even if you trim down the tail to, like, be able to get the tail boom on. Um, it's just a, <laughs> yeah, that's a, the loading on it. I don't <laughs> The yeah, weight, the weight yeah. it wouldn't be able to handle it, I don't think. But um 
I was just curious. I took some pictures. I stuck it in there. I wanted to see what it looked like. And, uh, <laughs> Post it up. It <laughs> made me want the Oxy 4. Awesome. Uh, even yep. more. Okay. Uh, let's see. Number six. Oh, wait. Did everyone well, answer that? Matt no one did. Matt and Dennis didn't go. 3D. 3D hardcore. Hardcore. Nice. That's where I'm trying to go to. We'll see how, how long it takes me to get there. Sure. Okay. Nice. I mean, you fly pretty damn good for my eyes. <laughs> when I see you fly, I was like, damn. Uh, it's uh, it's three years, and of course I had some airplane experience prior to that. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a lot of guys at our club. Uh, we're pretty lucky here in Central Wisconsin that are uh, really pushing me to get better. Uh, we have a, a couple of really good helicopter pilots. Um, that uh, if you look at the progression, all of us are in that three year range, and it just I think it pushes all of us to progress. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I got a shout out obviously to Rich with, and Luke got Oxy. I wouldn't be where I'm at today, or you know, not with on my BK servo team as well with Bert and Susie um, without mm-hmm. their help and the knowledge that the whole family of helicopter pilots has given me. But yeah, I'm, I'd like to get heart more 3d as, as the skills progress. Awesome. Nice. I am kind of in the same vein as rich. I'm, I'm more of a sport guy, but the last couple of years I've been really trying out with uh, some 3d stuff. Um, last uh, yesterday, I literally tried my first TikTok. It was more of a tick ta. Um, <laughs> tick, oh uh, crap. <laughs> as long as it's not a no tick rescue tick, now. then you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm trying that out and um, been trying out a lot more inverted stuff. Uh, I got a buddy who lives up in Maine who's been helping me out a, li- a lot. Other than that, uh, scale, I wouldn't, I'm kind of going to be trying that for the first time this winter. Jamie Paulson gave me a. Yeah. Uh, an airwolf century hawk um, that I'm, I've been talking with Romeo Oscar, the, the guy who does all those uh, awesome pictures for like all the events in Urcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's uh, a great guy. Yeah. He puts goblins in all his. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Um, nice. I've been talking with him about what helis I could possibly put in that because it's kind of an odd size. So what, what size is it? Do you know, like what is, what are the old, um, because did you get it with an airframe? You know that yeah, nitro airframe. That, it came with that old Century Hawk nitro heli with an OS thirty seven in it. Five hundred size. Yeah, five fifty size. Five fifty. Okay. Just from the research, uh, Century Hawk is I want to say no more, or mm-hmm. parts are very very limited. And then talking to a few scale guys, they were like, you know, you really don't want to start scale with a nitro, so try. Uh, you know, I'm just going to toss an electric in it and hope for the best. But we're probably looking at, according to uh, what Romeo has sent me for some links, we're probably looking at some uh, some sort of a line uh, clone yeah. that's going to fit pretty good. Well, I was just going to say, like, a 550L would probably fit perfectly in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I'm going to give that a shot. I'm going to document the heck out of it uh, so mm-hmm. you guys can see how painful <laughs> it, is, it is for me. Uh, yeah. any, any, I know, Kevin, you build scale. I might be hitting you hit, uh, hit hitting you up. Yeah, mine was extremely cheap. Yeah. But it works. It's great. And it, a lot, yeah, I get a lot of comments when I'm at the field with it. The worst part is trying to tote them around. I mean, because a lot of them are works of art. Yeah. You know, yeah. you see, because you're a builder plus a flyer to do stuff like that, but... You know, I have enough trouble keeping my little canopies from out getting banged up, and I can't imagine a a full seven hundred size or six hundred size fuselage that you've 
you know, got the gauges working and the lights working and all this crazy yeah. stuff and not getting destroyed. Got yeah. that G.I. Yeah. Joe figure in there turning his yeah. head and yoke and stuff, yeah. <laughs> Those are crazy. Oh, Joe. Kung Fu Grill. I was watching, um, I went to that, that uh, air show thing. There was a Team Vario uh, team pilot there. And, oh, my God, his skill birds are amazing. And, I mean, some of them are humongous running 1,000-millimeter blades. So, oh. you know, just to get an idea of how big those helis were. Holy cow. Um, yeah, it's Jeez. amazing. And and big big price tags on those varials too, but they're very cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, when I first started flying scale after flying the smaller stuff and whipping stuff around, I actually had to think about what I was doing. Everything's so slow that you're like, all right, keep turning the rotor, right, keep hitting right. the rotor, keep hitting the rotor. You're turning, you're turning, you're turning. It's like you have to constantly think about it. It's, it's a completely different animal. Number six, strap or strapless? Eh, no strap because I fly in my lap. <laughs> Got to use the neck strap here. Yep, same Safety here. Safety necklace? <laughs> Safety necklace. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what Fred calls it. <laughs> hey, while we're, on that, while we're on that subject real quick, out of uh, last week's episode, we were talking to Bert, and we were talking, I don't know, did yeah. we do, did I do it last week, or me and Bert did it together, or I uh, can't remember. Yeah, you and, um, you and Bert did it. So yep. Bert kind of called me the next day, he said, dude, Fly without a strap, give it 10 flights, and I guarantee you'll never pick up the strap again. Uh-huh. And I it? did it. The first five flights were horrible. Yeah, you know, I was so nervous. But I've actually found now that after that, I hold my controller a lot lower, and my maneuvers are a lot faster. Because okay. um, my thumbs, instead of my, you know, when you hold it with a strap, your thumbs are facing, just say, your face. Now yeah, when I fly, yeah. thumbs are facing out, like basically at the helicopter. And everything's been a lot more precise I don't know if it's just because I'm more comfortable that way, but now, like I said, I don't even keep my strap with me anymore. So I've, I have about 15 Oh, boy. Minutes. So you've given it up. Huh? Wow. Seriously, try it and hold it. I mean, so you got you rid of find strap on and now it's strapless, huh? Yep. <laughs> Started. But it really, like I said, the last 10 flights I've flown um, yeah. really feel everything's a lot more crisp and, and a lot faster, too. So, um, so you know, it's funny. I'm going to crank the rates, the style down on my rates up. On my okay. I can just see how fast I can TikTok this thing now, just to see if it makes a difference. So, do you point the radio down? I like now, like I said, I normally didn't. Every time I fly, I'd have it, mm-hmm. you know, facing, like you said, like yeah. the radio looking at my face. Right, now right. When like I fly, facing. it's down, straight down in front of me, like on my legs, facing. Yeah, out. right in front of your balls, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm old, so I don't know. I mean, <laughs> oh, okay, so maybe not that low. Nice. Um, you know, so like I said, so it's facing forward. So I think, okay, and if right, you try right. it, like I said, hold your radio next time you're not flying, of course, you'd hold it. And you, it is definitely a lot more comfortable down that low. So just tell you guys, yeah, go I, out and try it. Try it I five think, flights and just see what happens. I've discussed this with multiple pilots, and I think it really, really is going to depend on the pilot and their comfort level. But uh, exactly. I, I like you, I, I like aiming the, the transmitter sticks more at the helicopter, but okay. I still have the strap on just uh around my neck partially just to carry a little bit of the weight of the radio but then also um for me it makes uh switch changes with you know a little easier uh, with not having to worry about if you're if you're going to move your hand position a little bit of dropping it yeah so you must have a really long strap then because like i said i I those straps i've actually had to make my strap because it was longer um yeah i'm a short i'm a short guy so that's not really a problem for me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i had to like make my own you know, extension on mine to get it to where it was comfortable. But mm-hmm. so now, hopefully, I just don't drop it because that would that would suck. <laughs> Did you drop it? I haven't yet. Not not, not not from 
not from flying, but didn't you? I, I thought I saw some pictures on the hangout um, of your gimbals or switches. Oh, it it did break. That actually broke when I was simming. No, I never dropped it. Um, okay. Even when I talked to um, Gorgon at Mikado and stuff like that, I mean, they sent me a. They actually sent me. It was pretty cool. They sent me a whole extra case with everything in it except the, the electronics, the main, the main motherboard, okay. to fix it. Because either he said you, I can send it in. He said we'll fix it. And they even said, I don't care if you dropped it or not. You can, you know, and I said, I swear it didn't drop. I was just using it on the sim. Um, and it's only those little gimbal, the piece where it broke is just a little tiny piece of plastic. Mm. Um, you know, it might have, I don't know, who knows, it might have taken a bump or something, but it never fell. But um, anyway, so it was pretty cool that they sent me the whole assembly. And he says, as long as you're comfortable taking it completely apart and fixing it, you know, go mm. ahead. So it was pretty cool. I sent it. So I literally, you know, I didn't have to send it in for six weeks or however long it takes yeah. to send it in and, because I just told them I'm just going to buy another one and send it back and then sell it when I get it. And they all said, later. no, I'll send you this whole piece. And so now I have extra switches and buttons and the screen and all that stuff. So, Oh, nice. Yeah, they were awesome. They helped us. They helped, helped the brother out. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Number seven, cordless or brushless servos? <laughs> Rich, you buy all cordless. <laughs> to fly whatever <laughs> my style it don't make a difference <laughs> whatever's on sale yeah yeah yep. me i'm coreless right now on everything um okay i that's I, I understand the the efficiency of the brushless but uh you know after talking to burke um yeah. even on my big helicopters the 7002 is still still okay. my favorite favorite servo right now yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that one. I love the 702s. I, think I, I love got the 7002. I hate the noise, but I love the 7002s. Yeah, they are loud. <laughs> yeah, they are. A little bit, little bit noisy, but they yeah. work. Yep. What about you, Dennis? Uh, I'm brushless. I, I'm still using the KSTs. Uh, mm-hmm. KSTs haven't done me wrong yet. So uh, I'm Does KST with... offer like both lines, like a cordless or a brushless option? I believe so. I'm... Uh, I think on some of their newer models that they have coming out, I haven't really looked into it yet because right now I, I'm using the 215s on my smaller stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at my 700 right now, and I got the BLS 915s on my brushless. 700, but I'm using their X-Series for the tail. I got an X201035, and that is also a brushless but Cheap money. I mean, cheap money, but quality product. Uh, I can't. I can't fault them. Um, haven't had one issue, so I'm going to stick with them until I do. Awesome. So number eight is fuselage style or pot and boom. So speed canopy, goblin style, or you know your traditional pot and boom. And it all depends on the size of the bird type thing for me. Um, I kind of like the fuse because it's a little easier to see once, you know, you start doing big sky. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, if you get a canopy like on the axes where, you know, the canopies are nice and bright, you know, it, it don't matter. Um, I'll I'll take either way. Okay. Um, I'm both. I like I like the, the air presence of the uh, the, the fuses, but uh, I also like the simplicity of the, uh, the pod and boom, especially if it's uh-huh. uh, a 3D machine that you're pushing hard. Uh, a little less repair cost, I think, on on many of those setups, especially like the oxy, um, yeah. you know, the smaller birds. Uh, mm-hmm. Just so simple to maintain and see everything up with the pod and boom. Right on. 
Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same with Matt on this. I, I really do like both. Um, same thing, visibility up in the air. Um, Come on, Dennis. Come on. Come on. <laughs> what, what helicopter do you own? Uh, I got a Goblin 700. Uh, I had the 380, and we're not going to talk about the visibility of that last canopy that you oh, saw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I had a lot of pod and boom ones, and uh, I, I, I like those as well. Like my my favorite still to this day, and you know, I know I get ragged on for it from time to time. Is Blade 550X. I love. Yeah, that was- Loved that helicopter. Me too. That was my first big heli, man. So yep. yeah, my first big helicopter too. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. Let's see, number nine, 6S or 12S or, I mean, I guess we could, if we're talking about an Oxy, maybe 3S or 6S, um, you know. Well, I've had both. Uh, to be honest, I really like the simplicity of a 6S setup. I had a Goblin 570 stretch to 600. Mm-hmm. That I actually built as a 6S setup. And nice. uh, I mean, you know, it wasn't no smack bird, but yeah. for my style, it was totally fine. But I do like the simplicity of a 6S setup versus a 12S and, mm-hmm. you know, the battery cost. Sure. Battery cost, ESC cost, right? Uh, yeah. Low voltage, hobby wing, you know. I, I had people at the field. Uh, people would kind of look, they would come over and, uh, a visit and stuff, and they'd be looking at my protos downstairs, and they're like, "Well, what kind of battery does that run?" And I'm like, "I tell them, and well, how much does the battery cost?" I says, "Well, for that bird, because I had RX, uh, I had a RX pack in there too." I'm like, "Oh, mm-hmm. see, or two, four, or six. Well, it's around six hundred dollars in batteries. Well, how long do you get a flight time? Like, four <laughs> yeah. minutes. <laughs> Same as my three S oxy." <laughs> Yeah, here's my, yeah, and then here's my three S oxy. It's a twelve minute battery. I get four minutes of flight with that too. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I'll, I'll put my two cents in here. Um, I guess uh, it depends on the size of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my my Goblin five fifty runs a six S setup, and I do feel for my style of flying where I'm trying to push it now, that's going to be about the limit uh, for a six S size bird for me, uh, unless you're talking doing really low head speed stuff. Um, my 570 is built 12s. Um, the Chrono 700 obviously is built 12s. Um, when you get down to the Oxys, actually, I, I've been finding the sweet point. Um, I really love my 6s Tariq. Um, we've got it on a, a speed fuse now. That's a lot of fun if you want to play with uh, crazy head speeds. But mm-hmm. really, for all about all up flyability, um, the all around 4s setup uh, has been working really well for me on the the smaller helis. Uh, yeah. You know that three and a half minute flight time, three minutes if I'm on my cube. Um, pushing it is, uh, is about what I get. And, you know, I really, really don't want to go with bigger, more expensive batteries because one for CG. And also, I mean, you can just have so many of the smaller batteries. It's a lot of fun to play with in the smaller helis. So, yeah, I'd probably say both. It, it, it really does depend on the heli. So there's something really great about just slapping in one success pack and just, you know, especially with the cost factor. Um, but then a 12S, a 14S machine, uh, it's just something about that raw power that's just kind of satisfying. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so I'd have to probably say both. Okay. Nice. I'm surprised no one said uh, 2S because I'd rather fly Nitro anyways. Uh, <laughs> that was only Chris that said that. Yeah. <laughs> I got a 1S bird, 1S bird at home. Woo-hoo. Yeah, nice. I hate those 1S batteries, by the way. 
the little they charging suck. pins always suck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, and the final question number ten is um, big events or smaller events like Urcha or you know your your local small fun fly. Oh. I'd say I can handle a big event like Urcha once a year, but otherwise the local fun flies are this year. I really missed them because of our weather up here and stuff, but the local fun flies were the smaller. I can talk one-on-one with people. I can socialize with everybody. I really like that atmosphere. Um, but you know, Urcha does have its place. Sure. Uh, so I can handle one of them a year, but it takes a week to recover. So, <laughs> Fun flies, local ones, they only take a day or two to recover. <laughs> right. So they both have they both have their they both have their moments and stuff like that and uh the reason for going to it. But I I can do more locals and survive than urchisize. <laughs> so Awesome. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say both on my end. Um obviously if uh you know unlimited financing uh wasn't you know was available, it'd be fun to hit up all the the big fun flies, but, uh, you know, right now I'm limited to about once a year, uh, not only for vacation, but just for, you know, um, you know, the travel expenses and stuff like that. Oh. So Urcha this year was awesome for me. Um, but you know, the local events is where I think, uh, you know, you get really, like you said, spend some quality time with your friends and the guys from the local areas and mm-hmm. have a lot of fun. And I, I know, uh, at Urcha this year, I know Jesse Marlowe, if you guys are familiar with them, he, uh, yeah. he, 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 we were meaning to hook up at Urcha and, uh, I saw him do his compass, uh, you know, demo, and mm-hmm. then we got lost in the crowd. So you lose some of that uh, personal ability at some of these uh, bigger events when you really want to bump into guys that you only talk to on the web, you know, most right. of the year. So, right. uh, but I'm gonna try to hit up OHB this year if at all possible. So nice. Got gotta gotta do everything you can and enjoy the hobby while you can. Absolutely. Definitely. I'd have to say uh, small events only because I haven't had the opportunity to go to a large event yet. Uh, haven't been to Urcha yet. Um, kind of bummed about that, especially after seeing all the live footage and stuff uh, from this past year and the year before. I would love to get to OHB. We'll see if uh, we can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, I'm just kind of digging. And, and I think even if I went to a large event, I, I'm still kind of down with you know the small, intimate, just chill events. Small yeah, events. definitely. And like I haven't been to Inertia, so I'm not really sure on how that's gonna play out. Yeah, you know, I've been to big events like Flight Fest, but um, you know, I, I it got me thinking. It's like you know, we Kevin and I have been hanging out with Chris Diamante a lot. Yeah, and it's like you know, we go to HOD, we're hanging out with him. We go to, um, you know, Spring Fling, Virginia, we're hanging out. It's like, but I don't know, like. If we were to hang out like at Urcha, like I probably wouldn't see the guy because he's between him running gnats and you know flying in gnats and and flying all his like demos for SAB. It's like, yeah, <laughs> you know. So I, I think you know these big events are cool for like all the the presents and like going out shopping and getting deals and seeing all these crazy pro pilots that you'd probably never see um, at your local fun fly. You know, the pro products that you do see at your local fun flights, you wouldn't even be able to catch a word with them, you know, which would suck. So, so yeah. Urch is a type of thing that, you know, you do want to experience it if you can. You know, all of us, we camp at Urcha in a, like what we call Oxytone. I mean, Luca even camps all week long. He sleeps in a tent next to our, my tent. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, it's, it's an experience you got to have uh, type thing. 
you know, if you can ever afford it. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, the once a year thing, I mean, if Tammy was retired, you know, like Matt was saying, you know, maybe, you know, we'd hit some more big ones, but the smaller ones where you can actually talk with the people and yeah. you're not just answering their question, but you're actually talking to them and listening mm-hmm. to them. That's kind of nice, a little bit nicer, but yeah, the, the, the big ones are a really must experience at least, you know, try to, if you can. Hopefully there's a once. spot. <laughs> Hopefully there's a spot next year because uh, I'm definitely gonna make it out there. Richa. Um, yeah, I like I like to camp out with the Oxy folks. You know, that's you know, you guys are our sponsor. You know, whatever you want to say, family sponsor everything. So that'd be cool. Be Wasn't awesome. uh, Gina Tucker hanging out in Oxy uh, Oxy Camp with you, Rich? Wasn't her tent set up with you? Yep, she was our honorary guest of Oxytone. <laughs> oh yeah, nice. Was, she was awesome. She had, little, she had her little pup tent up there between uh, two of our tents because we basically took up the whole back. If you look from the road, we took up the whole back left corner, and uh, you know Gina came back there. You know, and, and I mean she's a friend of you know me and her and Tammy. They'll swap out these little recipe things on Facebook and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she nice. popped up her little tent down there and. Uh, she was our little honorary guest. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, Gene's good people. So, All right. So that ends our top 10. We made it. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, you've reached the Rochester Aero Modeling Society flying field. Please leave a message and we'll return your call. Hey, I just wanted to leave you a message and tell you that we need to work on the promo for the, uh, you know, the heli event that's coming up. Wait, wait, wait. Hello? Hello? Who is this? You're not the real Arnold. I am the real Arnold. Yeah, I'm standing right here next to Mr. Chris Ribbit when you called. I know you, Mr. Funny Guy, you know, with all your jokes about, you know, the gummy bear of candy cornea and working out and, you know, the little helicopters, but I'm telling you it's not funny anymore. Yeah, that's what any good clone would say. Oh, stop it, you idiot. You're a freaking choir boy compared to me. Listen, you're nothing to me. I'm going to do the promo for the Rochester Aero Modeling Society. Yeah, you know, it's the 15th Annual Northeast Helicopter Jamboree. It will be on the another Labor Day weekend, the 1st through the 3rd, in Maestadon, New York, or however the hell you pronounce that, at the Rams Maestadon Field. If you want more information, you know, ramsrc.org. Yeah, but you better pre-register and you better do it now. Yeah, you sound a little old to be honest. Of course I sound older than you, you idiot. I'm 70 years old. Age is just a number. And listen, I will be doing all the ass Arnolds from now on, you idiot. You won't be back. Come hear me. Hear me now. I will take my dumbbells and I will pop your head like it was a walnut, you idiot. I'm only gonna tell you one time nicely. Get to the chopper. See you at the party. All right. News and announcements. News and announcements. And announcements. Yeah, sorry, I, didn't, oh, I knew Fred wasn't here, Chris wasn't here, so I had to. I got to check Horizon Hobby. You didn't check Horizon Hobby. You're slacking. Nah. All right. So um, does anyone else have some news announcements? Yeah, we already already covered the stuff coming out from Oxy. Mm-hmm. Well, I just checked Horizon Hobby, and E-Flight is coming out with a new Cirrus SR-22T 1.5 millimeter scale plane. 1.5, that's pretty big. Nice. Oh, it looks pretty scale, dude. You know you know what's funny about 
E-Flight, I got to say, is they're like, they come out with like the, the you know, 360 CFX and they're like, you know, blah, 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 all this stuff. They come out with the 360 CFX trio. It's like blah, blah, blah with the three blade. And then they come out with the 3S 360 CFX. I was like, so you talking about the 360? Isn't that a 450X? <laughs> like that was a 3X version. I don't know. It's just, I find it funny. <laughs> I, I don't get why they did that. They, <laughs> less power, same price. Yeah, yeah. And you know, don't get me wrong. I loved my 450X on 3S and I actually bumped it up to 4S just to give it like some crazy, you know, when I, when I, um, took, I actually made my 360CFX because I took the 450X, bought a 360CFX airframe and I put all the electronics in there and I bumped it up to 4S instead of 6. Um, oh. and I, I loved it. It was great. I had tons of fun with it, but, um, yeah, I, I just don't get it. It's like, you know, I don't know. So it's a scale plane with, AS3X <laughs> and safe, and it comes in by. What kind of fly. scale plane is it? What's the what's the model? It's a Cirrus it SR22T. Like? It's like a low wing tricycle gear. Um, and it's E flight, like a private plane type thing. You know, like something. Okay. Would yeah, E flight. Okay. Looks pretty cool. Awesome. Okay, if that's all for news announcement, let's move on to what's next for you in the hobby. I'll go because I'm the only one that has something written here. I'm getting ready for Robert's event. Yeah. And Las Vegas. And Las Vegas. Yeah, this guy's going to a fun flight and then flying out to Vegas. Las Vegas for like eight days. Ah, oh, you bastard. I'm going out to that field out there. I know exactly where Alan Zabo Jr. Uh, and who's the other guy? I forget the other guy. Ben? Ben. Yeah, and I know where we were there. Yeah, I know where that field is. I go there every time I go to Vegas just to see if anything's going on. Yeah, isn't it behind the university there? Yep. So I'm going to go check that out. But I got to get ready for Chris's event because I got to see what's up, make sure my tents are right. Like, I like to prep everything, make sure I got everything, set everything up so I don't forget anything. Because I'm the mm-hmm. worst with forgetting things. Let me know if you need me to bring anything. You know that small bottle of Kettle One you had for me? You can bring that. Sure. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, that's about that's it. One. I was already looking into a small 12-volt ice maker. Like something like a portable <laughs> ice machine. I was I was on Amazon. They have one for like a hundred bucks, and I'm like, hmm, I might try that out for ninety nine dollars. No, no, don't be bothered. Yeah, it makes one cube at a time. It takes thirty six <laughs> hours to fill a glass. Shouldn't Kettle One already be there? Aren't they one of your sponsors? Yeah, mm-hmm. they just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. Or they no. do. You need ice. Rob will have his RV. I'm sure. <laughs> the Diamantes will hook it up or, you know, anyone else that's up there, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to, you know, I'll, I'll be bringing the Jenny and, and probably a little fuel and I'll just bring all my camp and stuff. And, yeah, we should so, have, it should be a good time, man. It's going to be an awesome time. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, yeah, no, I told you. No, sort of. But, yeah, I got a helicopter to sell. I got a couple of helicopters to sell. And a couple, dude. A like couple. three or four, maybe five. Like three. And you got two. I got to my unload. Could have spoke about that in news announcements. <laughs> yeah, but I don't Can't know if I'm selling anything. No, I think the well, 380. I'm definitely gonna sell the 570. I don't know yet. No, nah, I'm keeping I'm my my again. 380 420. I'm keeping that because I'm I'm hoping I'm praying that that Mr. Shirley is gonna be giving you know making a little nitro conversion for that. Oh uh, uh, right. I'm gonna hold out on that. Hopefully, hopefully that comes through. Because that would be fantastic. A 420 Nitro or a 380 Nitro running like a OS 50 in there. Yeah, it'd be crazy. So, um, yeah, no, but I got a couple of helis to sell. <laughs> yeah. So, 
So what's next for me in a hobby is uh, I got to get ready for the Rams, obviously. The uh, Northeast Model Helicopter Jamboree, Chris Reibert's event. But a couple of friends have asked me to, uh, you know, because they usually have a cell table out there, you know, that Chris will set up so that you can put a helicopter or something, you know, related up there to sell. And um, I have my friend uh, wants me to sell his Goblin 630 airframe. It's a, I think it's a competition. And? And he has a TDR, too. Right. So bring cash. A lot bring of cash. It. A lot. Or PayPal. Take PayPal, which <laughs> PayPal takes credit cards. So, there you, go. you know, I know I know all you guys got your secret credit cards that your wife don't know about, you know, for your helis. So yeah, sure. make, sure that, make sure that's paid off and ready and has room. <laughs> but this is a, a fully decked out TDR, too. MKS X8 servos, like. Top of the line, top of the line, Hobby Wing 200, some crazy motor. I forgot what he said. It was an X Nova motor in there? I think so, yeah. I or believe Scorp- it's an X Nova. Yeah, I think it's an X Nova. And I know he said that uh, he flies uh, the MHS or the the V-Brain. So, uh, the V-Brain? The V-Brain, <laughs> right? I'm mixing up all my stuff now. <laughs> yes. Mic- what the frig is it? It's a brain, whatever the brain, it is. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I almost said micro brain. It's, it's going to be fly brawlers ready yeah so okay. you know no fly brawlers no receiver or satellites or anything like that but um it's gonna be for a killer price uh i think two battery trays and a maybe a set of 14s packs or two 7s packs i'm yeah. not sure if he's gonna include that or not but but yeah the price is right for sure it's like not much more than just an airframe kit you know that he's selling it for yeah so definitely bring that um bring the money other thing is, uh, I went by my local hobby shop today, and you know, I was talking to Maj and and you know my friend, and we're like just whatever shooting the shit, and you know he he brings up, he's like, oh, do you know anyone who wants to buy a Gowie X7? And I was like, you know, the Formula kit, and I was like, oh, that's cool, I like Gowies, they're pretty cool, but you know, I don't really have money for it. He's like, yeah, you know, if you know anyone who wants to buy it, you know, he has a a one with um, it's brand new, still in the kit, it's on the, it's it's weird, it's the. It's not in the original box. Like it's in the all the the smaller boxes that go in the bigger box. I don't know why, uh, but the guy threw away the big box and kept all the small boxes. It's easier to hide the small boxes from the wife. I guess. Than but the wife's now box. selling it because he uh this gentleman um ended up passing away. Oh and geez. and so his wife is trying to, you know, offload his R C stuff because obviously she doesn't need it for anything, so yeah, so you know it comes with it's a formula kit, but also comes with an upgraded formula like full fuselage, so the tail boom cover and and then like the trunk canopy that wraps around for 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 less than you buy the real kit for. Nice. Are you you bringing that up to? Yep, it's sitting in my trunk right now or in my garage actually at this point. So I have it with me. I will be bringing it, and you know you want she wants like seven fifty for it, you know. So whatever we can do to to help help this widow out would be awesome. Cool. All right. Uh, I guess I can uh, go. What's going on for me in the next? Uh, we'll call it uh, near future. Oh, um, mm-hmm. We got the obviously the CP heli event going on the second and third. So gearing up for that, uh, trying to get all the helis in order, ready to that to fix. But uh, also really excited about uh, the the new plastic oxy two that's coming out. Looking forward to building that here shortly as well as the Oxy-4 as soon as that comes out. Um, I actually got my Brain 2 in this last week and got the new SPM 
receiver plugged into that and was just doing some testing on the uh, bench so the telemetry nice. and everything's working with my dx9 mm-hmm. so i uh, just kind of excited about that and the only other thing that i'm kind of looking forward to this winter is uh after my first competition so to speak at urge flying in the night flight um i would like to develop a little bit more of a routine practice schedule um for next year um, possibly uh working with a little bit more music type stuff just to have a little bit better repertoire when you show up at the fun flies event. So anybody, anybody's got a good idea on how to look up music that's and good ways to stitch stuff together. Just let me know. So that's what actually I'm let me know what songs and I can do it for you. It was, I edit some stuff for, for Diamani that he used for Nats and uh, his demos, um, his power hour demos and stuff. So, and also for uh, our friend for Dev. Dev, Devin. Yeah. yeah. For his Urcha Got Talent competition. Um, so, yeah, if you know, like, a couple songs that you want to put together and know, like, how long you need your your uh, flight time to be, I can I can mix them up for you. That would be awesome, guys. So, uh... Uh, Rich, Dennis? Yeah, I guess I can go now. Um, yeah. yeah. For the next year, or what's coming up next, eh, pretty much, you know, like, our, our fun fly, uh, that's going to be really good. Kind of just working on you know, a few extra projects. You know, like when the plastic comes out, yeah, you know, plastic uh, Oxy 2, yeah, I want to build one of them. Right now I'm kind of working on that one I call Morphodite because it's half and half. Actually <laughs> half and half. <laughs> one third of each. One third yeah. cube, one third stretch, and or, uh, one third plastic. But um, And then the Oxy 4 comes out, yeah, I want to build one of them. I'd like to build one normal and one stretch. You know, in winter coming up, you know, probably end up uh, starting to do a little more with the quads until spring again. But otherwise, I would like to get a couple more fun flies in, you know, before the snow starts flying. You know, we can't, uh, you know, go to, like, say, OHB and stuff like that because we save all year just to get the Urcha. So, uh, you know, anything other than local events and Urcha, that's, you know, pretty much the only traveling I can do. So um, I won't be scheduling any... uh, fun fly you know bigger fun flies than that but all right um that's kind of about it you know uh, you know working with pilots you know helping them out and stuff and looking forward to the uh new grandson coming in yeah, yeah. Nice. it'll be awesome hopefully that won't be this in, in, in the next week or two <laughs> like i said earlier he's got to bake a little longer mm-hmm. awesome all right and dennis uh yeah um coming up like i said uh and like matt and rich said uh we're gonna be welcoming the uh cp helis event uh over at their club on the second and third uh i'll be going to that uh 2017 heli phenom event from the 7th to the 10th i'm gonna try it too so hopefully i'll see you there yeah hopefully you know you guys will show up that'd be great Uh, i'd love to see you guys again it's been it's been a while sorry Mm -hmm. my dog is freaking out over here <laughs> um i am also actively looking for my first nitro i don't know where i'm gonna go with it i almost pulled the trigger on a uh, tsa last night you want to go new uh, or used uh i'm not sure um part of me wants to wait and see what happens with the msh protos nitro mm-hmm I kind of got a thing with used helis. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I always just prefer to buy new, build it myself. Um, that's just kind of me. Uh, I'm not sure why. What do you got? <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just thinking. Like uh, my recommendation is is to go used. Um, yeah. Just to, just for your first one to try out, 
because it sucks to like, okay, you know, fine. Uh, you you want to go MHH Protos? You say, okay, maybe Alex releases that kid, and it's like, say, nine hundred bucks, right, or eight hundred bucks, whatever it is. Then you're spending, you know, five six hundred for a motor, and then you know, then you got to throw all your servos and fly rollers, and you know, when you're all said and done, you you drop like say two grand, and it's like, or even if it's on the lower side, sixteen hundred, it's a lot of money, and then you know, you don't have good luck with it, or you don't like it. That's a lot of investment. Instead of spending sixteen hundred, why not spend like four or five, buy something used, get your your hands wet in it, and try nitro to really know if you want to stick with it or not. Because you 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 have to understand that it's not just the helicopter that you have to buy; it's all the field equipment you need with it. You need a fuel yeah. pump, you need a glow starter, or you need to have onboard, or then you need a you know a nice starter and a wand and all that stuff. That's extra more and more money like that's one thing when i got into it i noticed that like it wasn't just you know i spent like whatever 500 for a a t-rex 700 nitro but it was like all the field equipment i had to buy i didn't realize that there's so much stuff you know at that point it's like it's good to like get get your hands wet in it go cheap Buy your field stuff, you know, and then and then if you like it, then all you need is buy another helicopter. You can sell that, you know. People will buy it. Like, you know, Nitro is kind of picking up right now, so I don't think you'll have trouble. Like, if you get got a T Rex six hundred or seven hundred, would not be a problem to for you to sell that later on. Yeah, yeah. And I was surprised how simple the Nitro motors are, Dennis. Like when I first pulled that mm-hmm. one out and took it apart, I was just like, wow, there's nothing to it. It's a piston, a ring, and a and a cylinder sleeve, and that's it. It's, it's really simple to work on. Yeah, and I pulled apart the Sentry Hawk that came with mm-hmm. uh, that scale. I, I pulled apart the OS thirty seven, and it seemed like it, you know, came apart pretty easy. It seemed pretty good to work on, and yeah. so um, I don't know. Uh, the more and more events I go to, and you know, the more people I meet, you know, the just the smell of that nitro is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah for me yeah, it's yeah. just a pure smoke trail i love that smoke trail i yeah. cannot get over that like smoke trail i love flying backwards and just seeing that smoke trail just pouring out to the front of the alley i love it on oh, the flight time too it's just it makes it worth it so. mm-hmm. right i'm liking the collective management you need to have it yeah. kind of slows things down so you know what keep a few dollars on the side man and uh you know if you see one as you're as you're traveling around you'll find one sure yeah i'm, I'm sure. sure i mean other, other other than that i mean i got the at the beginning of september i am luckily she doesn't listen to this show or <laughs> is involved in i am making the final payment on uh an, enga- an engagement ring oh boy oh, good for you man Congrats so, and good luck. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she she's been she's been uh hinting for a while and you mm-hmm. know it, it it's been three and a half years and Oh yeah, it's definitely time. Yeah, and then after spending time with uh her family last weekend in Maine, you know, her sister and her brother in law coming over from California. This is the first time I got to meet him in that three and a half years and she just kinda her sister looks at me and goes, You better do it. You better do it. <laughs> right. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, a buddy of mine is like, uh, how do you think she would feel about, like, you know, having one of your friends fly by with an RC heli with a ring box hanging from the bottom of it? Yeah, like, 
No, she'd kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> she she's a she's a great girl. She's one of those cheesy sappy girls, and I wouldn't have it any other way. So she wants the whole nine yards. So uh, that's awesome. That's good man. Hopefully my my uh, uh, heli consumption doesn't go down once the I do's happen. So. Just remember, happy wife, happy life. Exactly. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah good luck with that congrats that's gonna be awesome you you know it's the next step you have to it's, it's good yeah i'm just joking not really I'm joking <laughs> are you telling me to run are you telling no, me no, to- no 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 not at all not at all no no it is it's a it's a nice feeling it's good yeah can't go wrong with that so works out great you know i mean keep her happy and it just makes a hobby that much more fun she just mm-hmm. they just keep you honest <laughs> yeah. One, one helicopter every six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of four. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, she's let me get got away with it for quite a while. Uh my buddy Jordan was uh I was on the phone with him a while back and and she made me promise last year, she's like, you know, please don't buy any more helicopters. Really, I want you to think about this, you know, let's take the next step and, and all. I know I'm getting cheesy on you guys, but um, that is when I actually snuck my Goblin 380 into the house. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I'm on the phone with my buddy Jordan and all of a sudden I hear, what's this? And mm-hmm. then <laughs> I was like, dude, I gotta go click. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I got out of that one, but but yeah, I, I'm not getting out of any more. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nice. Okay. I guess uh we're ready for the wrap up. We're ready. Yeah, I'm out of coffee already. <laughs> All <laughs> right. A whole pot went down. Nice. Damn. <laughs> I still got beer. okay so let's do this facebook likes we are at 670 likes that is plus five this week wow and um so we have cue the music uncle ron ron course jr uncle ron all right it was great meeting ron he was like it was he was like dude you're famous man and i'm like no way dude you're famous you're uncle ron (laughs) yeah (laughs) he was he was cracking up I swear, some uh, of these guys I know I've met before. Uh, I know, like, right? Like, you meet uh, them. Maybe you... it's just, like, that feeling you get. You're like, wow. It's like, you know, you've known them for a while. I, I think it's just because, like, I don't know. You kind of meet folks in the hobby, and they're very, I don't know, kind of like, because we all have the same interests. We're very, yeah. we have, like, that similarity, I guess, in that aspect. So it's like, just, like, I know you, you know? Like, I've known you. Like, even uh, when I met Dennis at, at that one fun fly, it's like, you know, I felt like I'd known that dude for for years. You know, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's um, very natural and just kind of relaxed and right, right. You yeah. know, so it's I don't know. So yeah, Ron was like that too, and and Ron's a good guy. Um, oh yeah. So where are we? John John Bean. Oh, I know this guy, Bob White. Bob White. Finless Bob. Finless. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was the guy that came up with that name for the bird, Bob White. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, we got Daryl Thorpe and Wes Minear. Okay, All right. That was it. Uh, Facebook comments. Facebook comments. Well, a, a bunch of people were commenting on the pictures and the time we had up there. And uh, I even heard from Paul Jennings. He's 
He gave us a nice comment that was like, nice. where? When I posted pictures about the airport, we're at. Yeah, yeah. So thanks, Paul. And even though I don't think he listens to the podcast, uh, mm-hmm. he probably wanted to know where because he would have flown there next time we go up there because he's yeah, got he his pilot's license and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he'd fly, probably fly over and figure out how to get over. Awesome. Uh, I'm going through some of our posts there on our notifications and yeah, I got, got a good response for my cup pictures, a lot of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Also, good response to uh, Fred's, uh, his uh, <laughs> drone racing practice. Oh, uh, it's talking about his drone press again. No, no, his his drill press, his cap chair where it's a big couch on the back of his pickle truck. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Um, Fred's you know, and, and it's funny because I'm looking at there's a post here and, and I'm looking at uh, Dennis saying that I'm definitely gonna try to make this fun fly. Come on, Dennis, you gotta make it. Oh, and uh, we heard back from Charles Booker real quick. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And his report on uh, what he saw at Flight Fest this year. And mm-hmm. he said that uh, he saw police officers walking around later in the evening, but didn't hear anything about anything getting stolen. Yeah. One of the things he, he said he only one of the things he put away was his, his jetty radio. You know, when he went walking around, it's funny. He, he had a funny story that it was weird that he went walking around and he came back to his uh, his canopy after getting something yeah. for lunch. And there was this older couple and their dog sitting under his pop up can- canopy with their chairs. And he was like, hi, you know, how you doing? And the dog started growling at him. And the woman dragged the dog over and, like, shut him up. And so I guess they, they talked for a little bit, and that was it. And they, they, they you know, they they got up and left. Uh, they wanted to just get some shade or something. So then he went out to Urcha, like, mm-hmm. a month later or whatever it was. And he's like, about four pop-up tents down from his was the same couple sitting under, <laughs> their, <is> awesome. <laughs> under their own pop-up. Yeah. He's a stand-up guy because we never talked about the fact that Joel from the FT Community Cast came by at one time uh, in the evening and took your Oxy 2 off the table, yeah. um, like to play a joke on us. Mm-hmm. He was he he wrote, "I was totally prepared to get to get you a new one if Joel turned out to be not who he said he was." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's that's pretty awesome. It shows you uh, Charles' character. So uh, thanks, Charles, man. He's a stand-up dude. And he was the guy that came Definitely. in first at that speed cup we mentioned mm-hmm. uh, a couple podcasts ago. Yep. Awesome. Uh, Podbean people. Uh, Podbean. We got a bunch of people that either started following us or liked our episode. People that started following us. Daryl Personal started following us. Uh, Northwest Radio. Sun Webmail. And Adam, Adam Eardley. They all started following us. Captron 71 was very busy. He liked episode 82, Align Helicopters was Gale. 83, Fireballs. Uh, 84, Flight Fest East. 2017, Recap. 85, Back to School with Todd Bennett. 86, Catching Up with Chris Reibert. And BVG, BVGHJ liked episode 88, Heli Freak with Will James and Bert. So thanks, guys. Awesome. Thank you. I think I got everybody in there. Uh, iTunes review. Uh, I did not see any new iTunes reviews? Drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freefallrc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Check out our webpage, freefallrcpodcast.com. Say hi to Chris. Hi, hey, Chris. Robert. <laughs> Since Chris not abandoned us. <laughs> uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, free 4 podcast, next to the FT community cast. Hey, Pat, Joel, Mike. 
Okay. RCHeliHangouts.com forum under RC Heli Hangouts main section, podcast corner, and free for RC podcast next to the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Hey, Walt Ned. So, Rich, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, maybe have some questions for you, um, maybe wants to know how to join, you know, Team Lynx or Team Oxy, uh, how would they do that? Well, they can contact me at uh, team at linksheli.com. Um, they can also uh, send me a private message on Facebook on, under Richard Knapp. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Rich Knapp, K-N-A-P-P. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes up Rich Knapp WMBF Pro because I'm – the page started before I retired, but otherwise, uh, as far as for uh, you know, like being a rep and stuff like that, just contact me at team at linksheli.com and I'll, I'll reply. I try to get back to everybody the same day. If not, you know, I can't post on Facebook if I got things going on where I won't get back right away. Awesome, how about you, man? If uh, anybody's interested in contacting me, uh, M A T T H E W D is in dog Kramer D R A. M-E-R at AOL.com. That's also the uh, contact information for the uh, CP Heli Fun Flies if anybody's got questions about that coming up here September yeah, 2nd perfect. and 3rd. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also, uh, I'm on Facebook. Um, if anybody's familiar with the uh, you know the CP Heli's group or any of the several other good ones out there, um, if I don't post them, at least they're looking. So if you have Oxy questions or questions in general, just uh, throw them up in the group, tag me in it, and I'll try to answer you as best I can. Cool. How about you, Dennis? Uh, yeah, you guys can find me at uh, the CP Helis group on Facebook. Um, I'm usually pretty active on there. Uh, or you can reach me um, via email at d.d.e.l.i.s.l.e. 81 at gmail.com. Uh, I'm usually pretty active on uh, Heli Freak as well as uh, Run Rider as well under uh, Blade Runner 81. Awesome. So D dot the lazy. No, I <laughs> just fuck with you. Hi okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, Do it. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time to come on the show. Um, yeah. Thanks guys. We appreciate thanks it. Yeah. Awesome. Honor to be here. Yeah. Um. One, one other thing before you go, I know you guys have, you guys have the CP heli Facebook group, obviously, but there's the one for the events. You want to just throw that name out there so that, um, you know, if people want to are interested in going to the fun flies, they can look that up. That group itself. It's a CP Heli's uh, nationwide Heli Throwdown mm-hmm. uh, page. Um, it's the independent page. Uh, right after, I should probably mention this. Right after all these events, probably by the beginning of the new year, um, we're actually working with uh, a couple uh, non hobbyists to uh, make things a little more streamlined. As far as uh, the throwdown event, because we're already we're already in the works of planning next year's. We already have two confirmed sites. Okay, um, nice. So, and as and going on to our, you know, the the charity we do on the Christmas side, we're we're trying mm-hmm. to keep it a little more streamlined. So, as soon as the new year starts, both of those sites are actually going to be taken down, and we're going to be We'll let everyone in the loop as to uh, the new location where everything is going to be, boom, right there, easy to find, uh, easy to interact with. It's not going to be forum-based. It's just going to be, you know, just an easier way to find all the information you need. And we're going to allow, like, other guys to post their events there as well, Uh, you know, kind of 
bring other people's events into the community as well. Awesome. Um, for the Wisconsin event, curious, Matt, do you guys have a RC flight deck for registration or anything? We, we do have RC flight deck up with information on there. Um, we're not mm-hmm. going to do uh, online payment. Um, so sure. the pilot fee for this event is really low. Um, before we kind of added all the extras to it, it's only $5 um, for wow. the whole event for the weekend. Wow. So that's going to be one of the cheapest heli events you're going to come to. But all we ask is that we're going to have a donation bucket up if guys want a night fly to help cover some of the costs for the event. And then obviously mm-hmm. um, pay for your own food. And um, I do have to get a get shout out to Dennis and the CP Heli guys for uh, giving us the chance to host the uh, CP Heli you know, throw down here in Wisconsin. Um, yeah. And uh, like Dennis said, next year, they're going to be moving on to different venues. Uh, we may have some of the same clubs involved, but not necessarily. But I think for any club that gets involved in this, it just gives you a little bit of recognition and uh, maybe let you develop your own, uh, you know, grow your own event from year to year, even if the throwdown's not hosted in conjunction with it. So big right. shout out to those guys for uh, boosting local club uh, awareness. So. Sure. Awesome. Exactly. And th- and thank you, Matt and Rich. You guys were one of the first ones to jump on, and I, I appreciate you guys taking taking that on for us. Hey, you're and welcome. I want to thank Rich and, and Matt and Dennis uh, for coming on the show, taking the time. It was awesome. and. You yeah, know, thanks, guys. Definitely good times hanging out. Uh, can't wait to actually meet you, Rich and, and Matt. <laughs> um, you know, hopefully we'll the West Coast and the East Coast, you know, guys here will kind of meet up with you guys one of these days, and we get to, uh, you know, share some okay. stories and have some good flights together. Yeah, well, if you're going to Urchin next year, you oh, that's a definite. Definitely. I was just gonna say that. Definitely, that's a definite. I'm, I am gonna do whatever I needs to. I need to do. Um, even if I don't go to other fun flies to allocate funds, time, all the you know the stuff to go to Urcha for at least. I'm shooting for at least four days out there. Um, you know, if not five days. So, uh, yeah, for sure. Well, we got room in Oxytone. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I nice. hope so. I would like to be a part of that. Um, you know, and uh. I'll throw my oxy down and have fun with uh, the best of us. Uh, I'll be great. Well, thanks, everyone. Thanks to our listeners. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye bye. Yep. <laughs> and we're living here in Oxytown. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone. Let's see. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys.